Loose in. Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts. Everybody knows he ain't dead. He got a much room. He big Fred. Big Fred. Mm. Big Fred. Sit down, ladies Good morning, Rodney Allen. It's going to be a rough ride. It's going to be a rough ride today. Have a blessed day. And uh, get all the kids out the room because these niggas don't know how to act. Now, when you say these niggas don't know how to act, are you talking about you? Brother Reverend Ali. Sing a little song, Jay mute you. Talk too much, Jay mute you. Jay mute me with brutality. So come on and call and see. So you can see. Ah, Jay mute me. Jay mute me. Jay mute me. I tell you, Jay mute me. It's for the betterment of the show that Ali gets muted, but I think people who listen to the show know that. Good morning, Shirley Brown. Good morning, Willie Zinn. Good morning, Dave Smith. Good morning, Gary Finney. Good morning, Alamo Brown. Rodney. Rodney Alamo Brown. Uh, good morning, Jelena. Good morning to everyone tuned in to Kings in the Morning. Good morning. Good morning. I like to say good morning with a song for you. Good morning. Good morning. I'd like to say good morning with a song or two. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood, a wonderful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you be mine, Fred? Come on, man. What you say? Yes, I will be your neighbor. Would you be beautiful neighbor? Yes, I will be your neighbor. So, um, so do um, do insects have emotions? Do insects have emotions? That is the question. Let me tell you guys why I asked this question. Last night I had a dream. I can't remember what my dream about. I just know I was friends with a bumblebee. I don't know how me and the bumblebee became friends, 
but the bumblebee protected me from some shit. Real spit. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. Uh, I saved the bumblebee. I didn't know I had saved him. I just knew that I saved him in the, uh, in the in a jar. I saved him. He was in the water. And I don't know what happened after that. He was in the water. I got him out the water, put him in the thing, let him, and then I let him go. And then one day I was about to be attacked by some wasps, and the bumblebee came to my aid. Saved me. Wow. So I woke up this morning and I said, do insects have emotions? Good morning, JoJo Red. Good morning, Snitchy Smurf. Good morning, Lathers and KK on the Wonderful. A growing body of research is making some surprising discoveries about insects. Honeybees have emotional ups and downs. Bumblebees play with toys. Cockroaches have personalities and um, recognize their relatives and team up to make decisions. So when you got a bunch of roaches in your house and you know who you are, I'm not I'm not calling nobody out. You know you can for whatever reason you got the roaches that are in your house. They are teamed up. They have little roach meetings. Look, we are all going to the kitchen today. When they turn the lights on, just scramble. When the lights are off, we're going that's when we can do our shit. As long as the lights are off, we got we can do whatever we want to do. As soon as you see that bright light come on in the sky, run. And if everybody runs at the same time, they can't catch none of them. They're gonna be stomping the shit. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, somebody is gonna get a cranium crack, straight up. Some of you motherfuckers going to get your cranium cracked because you ain't going to pay attention to what I'm saying right now. Junior, I'm talking to you. Oh you the main one. You don't listen to nobody. I'm telling you right now you're going to get your cranium cracked if you don't watch out when that light come on. Now, are we going for, we're going for that roasted chicken they got it's sitting on top of the stove there. And don't get greedy. Just get little pieces. If everybody get little pieces, we can bring the pieces back and we'll split them up and, every, you know, you know what they say, a little piece is better than no piece at all. Is everybody ready? Junior, you know what? You know what? If you get your cranium cracked, don't come to me. Well, you won't be able to. Your cranium will be cracked. Don't nobody cry for Junior. He ain't listening. Um, so... Cockroaches have personalities, they recognize their relatives, and they team up to make decisions. Honeybees have emotional ups and downs. Uh, Bumblebees like to play with toys. And maybe I was a toy to the bumblebee in my dream. But isn't it ironic that last night or this morning I was dreaming about a bumblebee with a friend of mine, and then I wake up this morning and I Google, do insects have emotions, to find out that bumblebees play with toys. Good morning, Ken Harris. Good morning, Akbar. Insects, they can be optimistic, 
cynical or frightened and respond to pain just like any mammal would, as though not one has yet identified a nostalgic mosquito, a mortified ant, or sardonic cockroach, the apparent, the apparent complexity of their feelings is growing every year. So now, the same way human beings are getting more sissified, I get and more sensitive. I shouldn't say sensitive, but more sensitive. They say insects are getting more sensitive too. Let me know when we can ask the question. Good morning, Mr. Elliot. You can ask questions when you when you fix your goddamn phone where everybody can hear you. Oh, I heard. Okay. Uh, uh, go ahead, Smith and Pooh. <laughs> no, no, you go, King Fred. I was just saying I heard. Smick him, poo. <laughs> That's a new uh, name. Get to fucking with me, Smick him, poo. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, when I when I observe you and everybody that know you and look at you, you kind of look like a bumblebee without the little antennas. All right. Now you know we woke up this morning. I don't know. It's two hours earlier. You need to come on with your bullshit, man, because I, I got some heated. I want I, I want to get in Aretha Franklin and all kinds of shit, man. I mean, insects, yes, roaches, rats, all of them have feelings and emotions. Come on, man, this two grade shit, second grade shit. Well, can can so I just add one know, more thing before y'all roll to Daryl? Just a minute, Jay. We oh. got somebody else want to uh, uh, talk. Go ahead, make them folks. Okay, so I enjoyed the second grade. So let me just say, um, <laughs> hard work oh, yes, <laughs> hard work and perseverance is the symbol um, of the bumblebee. And um, it says here, bees are social insects that construct honeycombs in groups called colonies. It also says, um, if you see one in your dream, uh, it stands for cooperation, peace, and collaboration. So maybe you're about to do um, a project or something awesome. So that's why. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't tell you to go look it up. Shit. He already looked up at what they do. He don't need your ass to do no research. I, I, well, I enjoy uh, learning. I Good morning. Good morning, Val Senior. I didn't know. What the fuck, she? Um, but the fact, that, the fact that insects are getting more sensitive, you know, and in other words, they become more sissified. You know, do you know? You know, do they? Uh, you know, are are male honeybees becoming more effeminate? You know, that's a good question because um, they said uh, the etymology literature has historically suggested insects cannot feel pain, leading to their exclusion from ethical debates in animal welfare legislation. So there's no animal welfare legislation for insects. However, there may be more neural and cognitive behavioral evidence for pain in insects than previously considered. Stop squatching bugs. They feel pain. With the recent advancement of technology, new and compelling evidence shows that insects feel pain. This also includes chronic pain, which lasts long after an injury or trauma. So when you guys are breaking off flies, breaking off their uh, wings and shit like that and laughing, that, that's cruel and unusual punishment. And if there's legislation that comes into play, 
you might go to jail for fucking with flies. How about that? Do insects have thoughts? The insect selectively pays attention to what is most relevant at the moment. Hmm, the insect sounds like the human being. Uh, Michael Niner Jordan said they do feel pain when you crush their ass for being in their way. Michael Niner Jordan, you're going to hell for purposely doing shit to insects. Uh, there's an insect Bible. It calls it... Ken said killers will kill them quick. That's humane. Same thing with you know a roach. Yeah, we're supposed to kill a roach, or you're supposed to figure it ass out too. Oh, well, you know, man, what's, what's up? When you, when you when you see insects, a lot of insects they don't come around people. They just want to admire them. They just kind of fly and let you take pictures of them. But if they get to coming close to the human being, that means that they can smell the meat that you that the human being intakes in their body. And that's why they come and swarming around you because you got that meat up in you. Oh, that means nigga need a bite. Fred is a big boy, from what I understand. If Fred were an insect, what insect would he be? He'd be a caterpillar. Fred would be a caterpillar. One of them big fat caterpillars. And then I turn into a butterfly and whoop your ass. No, you wouldn't. You could turn into a butterfly and a bird would eat your ass. Good morning, Janet. Now, Fred, Fred would be one of them big ass potato bugs. <laughs> yeah, that? you know what? <laughs> That's oh. what he'd be. I'm going to show you wow. what the potato bug look like in a minute. Um, the, in, uh, the insects have thoughts. The insect selectively pays attention to what is most relevant to it at the moment. These thoughts are the most basic building blocks of consciousness a highly distilled sense of self. So while their brains may be functioning with a sense of subjective experience, this process is just the beginning. What do bugs feel when you crush them? If you ever wonder whether bugs feel pain when you attempt to kill them, a new study is the first to prove that not only do insects feel pain from the injury, but they suffer. So if you're going to kill a bug, kill him all the way. Don't halfway kill them, because they suffer. Jay? Do, do, yeah. Jay? Can I yeah. say something? What? You know, I remember as a kid going down the freeway, and uh, back in the day, we'd go out there by uh, Blue Rock Springs, and we're traveling, and my mom and dad would be driving, or somebody driving, and the, the bug would hit their windshield. windshield. And it would splatter all over the place. Mm-hmm. Do you think they felt that immediately? Well, I think those bugs felt like those people did, and um, the submersible. It happened so fast they didn't know what hit them. Good morning, Reese, and good morning, Big Charles, and good morning, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Will a roach bite you in your sleep? Good 
cockroach bites are different from other insect bites, but that might be hard as they will bite while you're sleeping. If you can't catch the culprit in the act, identify the bite itself. A cockroach bite is similar to a bed bug bite, but a bit bigger and bright red. Good morning, Jeff Carlin. So what cockroaches have been doing uh, is cockroaches have been taking out the frustration on you motherfuckers by biting you uh, in the bed with the bed bug, and you blame the bed bug for the bite. But that's been a cockroach bite. And when you thought it was a big bed bug biting you, that was really a cockroach pretending to be a bed bug, you know, um, and then going back to his roach quarters and saying, that, yeah, I got these for you. You know, I yeah, remember when, when Junior when Junior got his cranium cracked, the little boy that stepped on him, because, you know, cause when you step on them, they go, it don't mean that they die. They go back and they heal. But his daddy went and bit the shit out of him. I bit him for you, son. But I told you about it. I told you to listen to me, Junior. I know, Dad. I just... Shut the fuck up, Junior. I told you, listen to me. When we talking about them goddamn humans in that light, listen to what I say. If you listen to what I say, you won't never get your cranium cracked. Your daddy's been around for a long time, never got my cranium cracked, and I got a big cranium. Why shouldn't you step on a cockroach? Stepping on and crushing a cockroach using your foot is not a good idea as it can cause bacteria-carrying gut juices to splash around your floors. We went over this last week, you guys. Ain't nobody before last week. He said that you said this shit about stepping on a roach last week, week before last. You you told us on Ain't nobody talking about stepping on no roach. And that's why you dumbass, you know, whatever's happening at your house, don't bring that to the show. Oh, detections. Whatever. This is my talking talk about Roach Stephan at his house. Good morning, Adrian. And he's going to bring on the show. It makes me like we talked about it. Did anybody hear us talk about roaches last week or any week? Anybody? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Of course, of course she going to say no because she a roach. When do we talk about roaches, Ali? We always talk about roaches. When? Just move on, man. Just move on. But you know a lot about before you step on them, huh? Because you lied. You just made up some shit. We ain't never talked about no roaches. And because Ali lied with you, his ass is on milk mute with you. Ain't nobody heard us talk about no goddamn roaches. Have we talked about roaches, Reese? Oh, we have, Lavish. No, not that I recall. Well, you said where there's one, there's a, there's more. You have this topic has come up before. Yes, but we didn't elaborate on it. We did not talk. You know a hell of a lot about them. You you just said when you step on them, they say. You you know more about the DNA of the motherfucker. But ain't nobody talking about no damn roach juice spreading bacteria. Now we did right talk now, about it, nigga. You just, you just a senile ass nigga, Jay. Your motherfucking ass is losing. I'm gonna tell you what you are. I'm gonna tell so you what you back see now. You see now that you can't be heard. That's what you see now. <laughs> you see now that you can't be heard on TV in the morning. 
Good morning, Francis. Well played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me tell you what happened. No, and no, um, that's the um, rich Cordina. This is not what Kings in the Morning has come to. That we talking about last night. I had a dream that a bumblebee was a friend of mine. And when I woke up this morning, I found I, I, I woke up this morning wondering if if um, insects had feelings. To find out, yes, they do. I see you. you got all your big fat roach friends clapping when you put me on mute. They definitely got a, they got feelings like a motherfucker and appetite. Oh, um, so why do flies, why do bugs fly towards you? They're attracted to your body. If you have a layer of natural oil yep. and salt or dead skin cells built up, you may think they just like to fly around food and garbage. But you are also a tasty meal to the common house fly. I was just telling you about that. How about if you just funky, man, and ain't took a bath? What's the difference? I mean, can, the, does baths smoke more than a way? I told you, all that meat you eat, you can smell it. You smell like a tasty meal when you got ground beef in your body. This is like sitting in the corner watching a bunch of retarded third graders talk about inside. That's a fucking Reese, dude. Is that nigga, that if fucking Reese, dude? Watching, yeah. nigga, you must be affiliated, nigga. If you That's watching, are you in the vicinity, motherfucker? I thought he wasn't coming on the show any fucking more. The fact that you motherfuckers are sitting around here in absolute <laughs> fucking amazement about insects, but you didn't well, know why, any why, of it. Why haven't you heard Why haven't you heard about niggas talking? Why you listening? Why you listening, nigga? You call a green-eating man. Hey, J. King. Hey, J. King. Why you didn't hang up, nigga? You call a green-eating man. With all due respect, I would just like to address the normal motherfuckers here. And the normal motherfuckers know who they are. There are other people who I don't even acknowledge exist, but that's okay. My point is, um, J. King, I'm going to ask you a question, J. King, and if you could answer it for okay. me, it'd be okay. Would that be okay? Could you just okay. answer it for me? Okay. And you have to be yes. honest with me. Okay. Okay. All right. Is there something, something innate in you that comes to the show and say, and says, I'm going to teach kindergarten today and teach the kids about the birds and the fucking bees because they're too stupid to hold a conversation about things that really matter. Are you going to come in tomorrow and teach fuckers the alphabet because you know that their intelligence level is only to some particular point? I mean, it's okay. Let me tell you what happened, Reed. Let me just tell you what happened. Last night, I had a dream. I can't remember the whole dream. I just know that I saved a bumblebee, and then the bumblebee um, flew away, and then I um uh, I was being attacked by some wasps, and the bumblebee remembered me, came to my aid, brought his other bumblebee friends, 
but I can't tell you any. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing that happened. And um, and so this morning when I woke up, you know how when you wake up and you're like, damn, like it was a really good dream, but I couldn't remember the whole yeah. dream. So I woke up this morning and I said, I wanted to do, do insects have feelings. Mm. Uh, good wow. morning, Vernico. And, and can so, I give you a moral so question? That can I give you a moral question that had to do with the dream? So this actually happened two days ago. Real dream. I'm in. Um, no, it happened. It happened this morning. Oh, you said you telling me. Oh no, no, I hear you. No, yeah. So I get. I thought, anyway, so I'm in the dream, and I see this kid who's getting bullied by a bunch of kids across the, you know, across the street from where he's sitting. And they're mm-hmm. throwing these basketballs at him. They keep tossing them at him. And then at one point, the kid starts running. I'm walking to some event, but that's of no interest in the dream. It started off with this event that I was doing, but this kid starts getting bullied by these young boys. They're about 12 years old. Anyway, mm-hmm. so the kid is running away. The 12-year-olds are coming up behind him, and it's way too many for this one kid. So I immediately have to make a decision on whether or not I stop the 12-year-old kid from beating up the one kid or I let them catch him and mind my business. In that scenario, what would you do? I would uh, – I'd have to help you. Okay. All right. Just wonder. I can't let him just get beat up. What did you do, King Grace? Well, that was where the moral dilemma came in. Imagine if you're in that situation and you're protecting the kid from getting jumped by five or six kids. And in that John, event, you're a liar. you end up... And lying lion don't look good on you. You just... You didn't have the same dream. In the event that you're trying to help the 12-year-old kid, you end up seeing several times. In the event that you're helping the 12-year-old kid, from, you're, helping the, you're keeping the gang from jumping on the kid, you end up injuring one of the gang. They're also well, 12-year-olds. Well, they should have, um, you know, that, that's what happened. But you ain't going to jump on, you ain't going to just jump, I'm not going to just let you jump on nobody. You can, you can, I just, I, I, I think that was the moral. That was the whole thing, and like, what do you do in that situation? Was what the whole moral was about. Okay, all right. You would have helped the kid. I feel like I would have too, but there was another part of me that was just saying, in my dream, I was conflicted on if I stop the kids from helping them. What if I end up grabbing a kid and knocking him to the ground, and he ends up being injured in me trying to help another kid? I'm still gonna look like a person who injured a child. Nigga, you well, stopped the whole roach conversation, insect conversation for that punk yeah, ass dream you had, nigga. Probably because I can do that and you're just. Jealous. That's some stupid ass shit. Ain't nobody laughing. Yeah, ain't nobody know, conversating. Your shit is just whack. You just, you just can't, you can't stand to see Jay King run his show and have the stage. You gotta come take yeah, his I goddamn show with a whack ass story. You're right. I can't stand it. You're right. I'm so jealous of Jay King. He just man, so yeah, 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 man, yeah. You, 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 know you called in late, nigga. You should have called in tomorrow, nigga. Don't call in late. Call in tomorrow, nigga. 
You were not looking as whack, nigga. Goddamn. Nigga, we was talking about insects, nigga. God you will never damn. let J. King have his dick for anybody nigga, else. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Nigga, put a dick in your mouth, nigga. Go put a dick in your mouth. Why don't you share nigga, his you dick, Nigga, you sucking his dick, nigga. Oh, J. King, let me tell you about this dream I had. You got to put the whole show on your fuck ass, huh? On your big ass. Shut your motherfucking ass up, you faggot motherfucker. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Your whack ass bullshit. Get the fuck up out of here, nigga. You's a bitch with a hole in your ass, nigga. You got a hole with carrots just falling out your ass. Okay, they both on mute now because it was because it don't make good sense. Good morning, uh, good morning, Potter. Good morning, Jay. How are you? I think we need yeah. to um, check um, Ali's medicine that he takes for his back. I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> why strong, they, strong why pain, they, the strong pain, the strong pain medication. I'm telling you, Jay. <laughs> Nigga, you the insect too, you motherfucking little creature. You, you look like one of them motherfucking mosquitoes, nigga. With your bitch ass. JK, you obviously have not changed the shock collar on your puppy um, today. Can you change the shock collar on your puppy today? Well, no, well he said that you, um, you, you did stop the show and... For, uh, you know, I didn't I stop the be... show. The show's still happening, J. King. Nah, no, nigga, you trying to change the whole subject with your bitch ass. I just asked him a question. Yes, I did change the subject. Eat a dick, nigga. Don't be nigga, you already eating the dick, nigga. Like, like, uh, J. Ali said. We already eating. We have it. We already eating like J. Ali rap, nigga. Tuesday, August the 1st, 2023. And I'm going to do the daily word, brother. Great. Reverend Ali and is going to, and Ali word is going to ruin the word of the day. Uh, the daily yeah, word of the day. I'm doing it. Too. What do you think the word of the day will be today, guys? Canada mosquito. What do you think? Oh, yes, what the word of the day, Jason, is going to be dick. The daily word is compassion. C O M P A S. S I O N. And none of these motherfuckers. I give the blessing of my compassionate heart. The Bible stories of Jesus forgiving, healing the sick, and feeding the hungry show me the importance of compassion. When I meet someone who is struggling, I can offer a helping hand. My offerings of the heart are as meaningful as any material gift. I can forgive, even if I am still hurting emotionally. I pray for those with health challenges, holding a vision of wholeness and peace. I offer help to those in need. I keep my heart open to others' needs and consider their feelings. Acting from my spiritual nature, I hold thoughts of peace, love, in order, and let them guide my words and actions. I practice patience, kindness, and love without expectation of return. Good morning, Marvin Bell. Today's Bible verse is Mark 16:34. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach 
the many things. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? I don't know who's playing that music, J. King. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know either, but whoever that's it is. That's probably was Reese. That's Reese jealous ass. That's Reese with his faggot ass. Anyway, OG, the, the word of the day is shit, spelled S-H-I-T. <laughs> and the definition for shit, OG, is shit that come out your ass when you're on the toilet or horses when they're walking down the street. They just stop and take a shit. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Reese Hopkins has got shit all lined up on his hairline, all across his lips, and down to his socks. Shit. Wow. I just got attacked by a retard. <laughs> What a show. I can tell where we're going to be at. Today. It's going down on the King's show in the morning. Yep, yep. Daybreak. Is it daybreak there, y'all? This is, um, this is Reese and Ali. This business is kind of stressful, bro. I got to be evil all the time, my nigga. Try to change my voice, J. King, and think that shit is cool. I don't sound like that. <laughs> no, it was, it was just it was an evil conversation. It was a conversation. I see, I see how you do it, Jay. What about the conversations you be having? <laughs> you started the, you started the whole insects thing. You got motherfuckers getting mad about roaches and and, and motherfucking caterpillars, J. King. I don't know. I don't know why people get mad about them. Because you brought it up, J. King, and then you start reading comments on the side and saying good morning to everybody while other folks is talking. Um. Yes, I knew Paul Rubin. Good morning, B. Henderson. Yes, Paul was a nice guy. He was a nice, nice guy. Uh, so we step on a road to go smoother. Oh my God! Your delivery. That's what um. Janet Marie said you're much more. Um. You're much more. She said Ali, you're much more articulate and smoother in your delivery. Hey, Janet Marie, eat a dick, and if you don't want to eat it, suck it. <laughs> she just gave you. She just gave you a compliment. Get a dick, and then slap yourself in the face with it. Now, why would you? Why are you doing that to her? What did she do to you? 
Janet Marie got motherfucking the derogatory nigga jokes. You just ain't caught on yet, Pop. But I know who the fuck she is. She always yeah. compliments you. She always stands up for you. I don't understand why you would She ain't always doing shit, Jay. The motherfucker try to yeah. talk to me on Facebook won't even add me to the motherfucker. She's one of them face, funny-faced-ass motherfuckers. Two-faced it, no-faced it, fake motherfuckers. Honestly, kind of like this villain is kind of stressful, bro. Like, I got to be evil all the time, my nigga. Like, what if I want to just chill one day, dog? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to wake up evil, my nigga. I got to go to bed evil, my nigga. I got to eat my lunch evil, my nigga. Nigga, I brought a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch today. That ain't no evil sandwich. That's how I'm saying evil. Nigga, you need to eat more drugs and sandwiches. We ain't all this stuff. That's all over. got the meat. Maybe you need to eat a meat sandwich. <laughs> that's 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 Ali. That's Ali. No, that's your ass. Jay King is evil, my nigga. Every time he come on the show, he's an evil nigga. He's an evil short light skinned nigga with antennas and shit on the side of his head. <laughs> you say I'm a bumblebee. Nah, nigga, you you too evil to be a bumblebee, nigga, my nigga. <laughs> Good morning, Lachelle. Uh, great rising to you. Uh, you know, social media has really changed changed our world, changed the way we communicate, changed what we see, changed who we are. Some people shouldn't be on social media. One of those people is Britney Spears. Let me show you why. Just looking at Britney. Just Britney. That's Britney. That's Britney Spears. What is she doing? Um, what is she doing? What's what's, what's going on with, with old Britney? Um, I mean, Britney used to be able to dance and stuff. You can see, you know, it's just, I don't know what happened. I don't know. It, it, was it drugs? Was it? Did she just lose her? Did she just lose her weight? But this world is this world is crazy. I mean, this is. The, I mean, let me show you the kind of stuff that people put. But this is this is on Facebook. I mean, this is on. Um, I I enjoyed your time. I hope your pussy not mad at me. What are y'all gonna beat your fucking pussy up? Nah. So what the fuck happened? Don't matter. I'll break your fucking glass. 
I'm not gonna lie to you, we was going good, but it didn't fit. Social media. What? What is? Why would people? I mean, this is stuff that people are putting on social media. Um, Carlos said, "Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know how you gonna react to this. I'm your mom, and you're my son, and I am falling in love with him." He said, "Are you really?" I said, "Yes, I am." He said, "You know what? I was scared to let you know too. I am too. He was too falling in love with me." with his mom, and I'll fall in love with my son. And then uh, we ended up talking, and we took off to the park, and we ended up asking him, will you ever date your mom and the way you date your son? I said, oh, shoot, yes, I would. Because 19 years, you're the best thing that ever happened to me, and I really want to be with you the rest of my life. And I really want to be with them. It's kind of hard right now, but I don't care what people say because we're going through a lot right now. We try to keep a secret, but we couldn't do it no more because, you know, mother kids found out. At first, they didn't like it. Then they started liking it. They, they're, uh, they're accepting it. And my mom, my dad, my brother, my family's accepting it now. Well, I told him it was, um, I was, at first I told So let's just say that um, because Janet Marie said it's just a skit. Let's say it is just a skit. And let's say this last one where the mother says she fallen in love with her son was just a skit, too. So it's okay for us to do these as just a skit, but comedians can't make jokes about shit. I can't say, I can't can do, because my, my, because my cousin um, Lawrence was deaf and couldn't hear. And when he was talking, he said, gang, I can't can do, I'm gang. But then the motherfucker could read your lips like 99 going north, except for when he was deaf, when he didn't want to hear what you had to say, and he got super deaf all of a sudden. <laughs> Jeff Carlin said, I said, hey, Ali, what's up, buddy? And Ali said to me, there ain't no fucking buddies around here. Who the hell are you talking to? That's when I first started loving Ali. <laughs> <laughs> but social media social media is as a is a strange as a strange um cesspool, sir. Cesspool is the word you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> John Beckman said I missed the rotary phone. The, um Conrada said mental illness is a bitch. Jana Marie said the mom is real though. So if the mom uh, if the mom is real, how do we know? How do you separate the mom being real from uh, the, the 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 dude and his girl? Because the dude and his girl seem like 
like that was real. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Courtney. Uh, Courtney Young. Um, so, and then, listen to this shit. This is all real stuff, you guys. Take the U.S. on a world map. What? Hold on. I'm going I'm to go back to this one. This is, this is something. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have that, and uh, I believe that our education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future. Thank you very much, South Carolina. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't. Was that real or was that that made up for... uh... Well, that's real. That's 100 for fucking cent real. That broad really existed. Sadly, um, that was real. (laughs) Yeah, I watched that live as it happened. And it's still the craziest show I've ever seen in my entire life. And John Beckman said it sounded like a Kamala Harris answer. Uh, it was. It was that, that was when that girl what was the invention of the term word salad. <laughs> so, but the, and then you get that snow that makes your penis smaller. You don't use your fist. You're done. Never again. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You guys look like a beautiful couple, and I'm just wondering what's the key to a good relationship? And how important is honesty in a relationship? What you're witnessing is called cultural rot. That's all it is. It's just cultural rot. 
when everything is permissible, you can only breed anarchy. It's not like I haven't been saying it for the last 10 years on this show. Y'all all ignored it while you watched the entire culture deteriorate I know, and then asked the same question.
calls you the consummate narcissist and troubled man. You recently called and uh, bar a, a gutless pig. Uh, your second defense secretary is not supporting you, called you irresponsible. This week, you and your White House called your White House chief of staff, John Kelly, weak and ineffective and born with a very small brain. You called your acting White House chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, a born loser. You called your first secretary of state, Rex Tillerson, dumb as a rock and your first defense secretary, James Mattis, the world's most overrated general. You called your White House press secretary, Kathleen Milktoast, and multiple times you've referred to your transportation secretary, Elaine Chao, as Mitch McConnell's China-loving wife. So, why did you hire all of them in the first place? I know the best people. <laughs> I now know Washington probably better than anybody. I know. The- and with all that, and he got, because, you know, um, he knew the best people, and with all that, I'm going to tell you guys right now, and I want, I want to be on record. I want to be on record saying this to all of you who are listening. You just heard Donald Trump. You just heard all the people he had, the best people. You just saw everything that he, um, that he did. If he runs against Joe Biden, with all that, he wins. Joe Biden does not beat. Donald Trump the second time. Does anybody want to debate it? I cannot wait to hear that response. Anybody want to debate it? Anybody? Anybody got? Anybody got to add to it? Anybody? Um, anybody on the chat room? Anybody uh, on uh, on uh, any of the other platforms? Anybody on Facebook? Karen Rivera said, I agree. Jeff Carlin said, 100%. John Beckman said, hands down. What you just heard. Without a doubt. Fred says, without a doubt. What you just heard. Donald Trump say, and, and I mean, any other, any other candidate will be crushed after that. Oh, hey, Renee James, Breezy James said Trump will win. Michael Niner Jordan said, I bet the old man will beat his stupid ass again. Um, Michael Niner Jordan says that Biden will win. Um, Dave Smith said, not Biden. No, he's only running to stab jail. I don't know what you mean. Are you saying Biden won't win? Or I don't so clarify for me, Dave. Um, Jelena says, no, this is how the country functions. I don't understand what you mean. No, this is how the country you guys gotta be I need I need explanations. Will Trump win or lose in your opinion? Francis uh Wright says right. Uh Dre Hines says Trump will definitely win again. Yeah. I think I, I don't think um Vernicle says I agree with you, Jeff. I just don't believe that uh, anybody, even people who voted for uh, Biden the first time, good morning, Gerald Gray, um, won't vote for him the second time. Michelle says if he does, I'm moving to Canada. Michelle, a lot of people said that last time, but they didn't move. Um, Biden will not win. Trump is running to stay out of jail is what they said. Conrad says, I don't understand why he can run with all his legal issues. Janina says Trump wins. I want you guys, I'm going to show this to you guys again because this is going to be, this guy, 
this is how weak we become. Um, anybody will be a, a motherfucker that doesn't have half his own party. Um, and we will have really great, strong people. I already know who they are, but we will have really great, strong people. Okay. Your Vice President Mike Pence is running against you. Yeah. Your Ambassador of the United Nations, Nikki Haley, she's running against you. Your former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, said he's not supporting you. You mentioned National Security Advisor John Bolton. He's not supporting you either. You mentioned Attorney General Bill Barr. Uh, says you shouldn't be President again. Uh, calls you a consummate narcissist and troubled man. You recently called and uh, Barr a, a gutless pig. Uh, your second Defense Secretary is not supporting you called you irresponsible. This week, you and your White House called your White House Chief of Staff, John Kelly, weak and ineffective and born with a very small brain. You called your acting White House Chief of Staff, Mick Mulvaney, a born loser. You called your first Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, dumb as a rock, and your first Defense Secretary, James Mattis, the world's most overrated general. You called your White House Press Secretary, Kathleen Milkoast, and multiple times you've referred to your Transportation Secretary, Elaine Chao, as Mitch McConnell's China-loving wife. So, why did you hire all of them in the first place? I know the best people. Now, I want you to know, um, Donald Trump, all his people are abandoning him. Every charge that you can throw at him is being thrown at him. Still, Donald Trump and his popularity, and his strength grows. I keep telling you guys, and don't nobody listen to me, when you start throwing shit at Donald Trump, this is a cesspool. America is is pollution alley. When you start throwing pollution at Donald Trump, Donald Trump is Godzilla. Do you know what happened when they, when they, when they shot Godzilla up? With uh, radiation and pollution and and everything bad, he got stronger. He didn't get weaker. He got stronger. Donald Trump is getting stronger. Donald Trump was never going to see the inside of the jail cell, even if even if um, Biden was not. Yeah. There's other. There's also another side to that coin as well. A lot of the things that are aiding Donald Trump in becoming Godzilla are the actions of the other side, right? So it's like, sure, they're throwing stuff at him, but the actions of the other side is also sort of aware of sin on Biden supporters with the five-year Not uh, the real, waiting. Uh, uh, Michael Niner Jordan, you obviously don't watch Godzilla films. Godzilla never got killed. They never killed Godzilla. They threw him at the bottom of they threw him at the bottom of the ocean. He went down, but the, the but the all the pollution you motherfuckers throw in the ocean woke his ass back up again. That's why he Godzilla ain't never dead. As a matter of fact, um, let me. I got Godzilla um, is on the line with me right now. Uh, Godzilla, a lot of people think that you're dead. Right now, God. Everyone knows that. When I went to the bottom of the ocean, I laid asleep until enough pollution got in the world and it woke me up and I'm fucking things up again. Well, well, Godzilla, what about 
What about Donald Trump? What is uh, what? What's the deal with Donald Trump? Oh, he's uh, calling baby babyzilla. You calling babyzilla? Yeah, calling babyzilla because he's just like me. The more pollution you throw on him, the stronger he gets. Keep throwing that pollution, baby. Unless I gotta go back to sleep. This ocean feels good. Uh, that was Godzilla. I'm sorry, excuse Godzilla. me, Godzilla. Why, why, why do you sound like Shaquille O'Neal? Why do you sound like Shaquille O'Neal needs a lozenge? He needs Al Pacino. Be sure to throw Al Pacino in there. <laughs> My God. But, um, He's in character, don't he? He's all the way in character. He is. But we... We have gone. We we have gone to the shitter as a country, dude. I blame. Listen, I blame the stupid uninformed voter. Unfortunately, at the beginning in 2007, the uninformed voter has always said, "Oh, we know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. We know what we're doing." And then guess what? They end up voting, and they vote for the dumbest shit ever. And sure enough, that stuff always comes back to bite them in the ass. Everything that they said was supposed to happen under Donald Trump ended up under this regime, ended up happening under this regime, weaponizing the Department of Justice and the police force and the FBI. All that stuff that they said, oh, it, it, the democracy would end. Really, well, we're watching democracy end. We're seeing people. Yeah. But let me tell you what's going to happen, Reed. If, if black people don't support Donald Trump this time around, this is the young lady he's going to have singing at um, at his inauguration, and it's a and it's a directly it's a direct slap in the face to black people. Well, singing, and I am telling you, I'm not going. It's Miss Lake Dardnell, Naomi Shore. Face is already slapped. 
Oh my God! <laughs> social media is so funny. You can find you can find anything on social media. You asked about I'm here. Yeah, I did. What you mean? I'm not allowed to eat here. I'm not allowed to eat here. No. I'm sitting here. This is a white woman telling a black lady she's not allowed to eat at this yeah. restaurant. She told me at this hotel yeah. to cut her in. She said, get out of here. I don't care. So this black lady is um she's walking. I mean she's you know she's at the ho- at the hotel. <laughs> they're they're both at the hotel, and you know where they have the breakfast at the Days Inn where they have the breakfast area. <laughs> she oh, um, food. the black lady is walking in. The white lady is in there already, and she tell the black lady she can't come in there. She said, "What you mean? I, I'm standing here." She said, "So get out of here." And the black lady said, "I'm not going anywhere." So the white woman walks up to her. And she um she spits on her, and the black lady did that. Don't you ever put you know you know how we talk and punch. You asked about I'm here. Yeah, What you mean? I'm not allowed to eat here. I'm not allowed to eat here. No, I'm checking out. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm just out of here. Tell her, get out of here. She's a guest. I don't care. She's a guest. I'm sorry on her. She, she, don't you. Calm down, Larry. Did not boy. tell you I was going to whoop yo. Get off. Stop crying. <laughs> Stop crying. I'm going to whoop. I don't, I don't think they, don't think they understand what spitting, spitting in, 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 in black people's face. I don't think they understand how much of a violation that is. Like, Oh, my God, that that's the of, worst. But that reminds right. me of when I was a kid. And um, my dad, if, if, you know, if we didn't do something that we were supposed to do, clean up the yard or whatever, and my and my dad would say, um, um, he'd call you in the garage and say, did you do, did you, did you um, pull those weeds? And, um, and you'd say, no. And then he and he'd be mad, and he'd say, "I'm gonna save this shit up. I ain't gonna whoop your ass today, but I'm gonna save it up." And in your mind, you say, "You be saying, motherfucker, whoop me right now, because I'm already here. I'm already ready for the whooping. 
whoop me right motherfucking now. Because when he said he was going to save it up, that meant when he whooped you, he was going to talk to you. I told your ass. That's that's the kind of ass whooping she took. She took one of those ass whoopings where my daddy talked. You know, your daddy's young. I told your ass not to. I was going to take it up. And then he's going to talk to you about all the times, the shit that you did. It's going to be a long-ass whooping. I wanted to get it over with. I'm in position to get this ass whooping. Let me have it now. But I never said that. My dad would nobody be fucking around with like that. So um, um, my, my son, John, said, Joe Biden is basically Bernie from weekend at Bernie's. So I can't see him winning much of anything other than being a walking corpse. Jeff Carlin says, even Democrats know better than to vote for Biden again. That's not an indictment on Democrats. Joe Biden is just too old. God bless. Um, uh, Jeff Carlin said, holy balls, flat as hell. My earbud popped out of my head. Dumbass bitch got what she deserves. The talking while they swinging keeps that whooping going. Michelle <laughs> said, that's funny. I'm going to save up. Never heard that one before. Yeah, my dad used to save him up on you. He'd call you and scare the shit out of you and then say, I'm going to save it up. And then you knew that you were going to get a grand poobah ass whooping next time. Lee Fletcher said, you know, I think rapping came from the old school parents. They had a cadence when whooping you. Yeah, they did. Um, and um, And that woman got a cadence put on her ass. Because, you know, some white folks think they really believe that they got the power to say whatever they want to say. They really believe that. But um, that lady found out that that is not, that is not so. Here's, here's I, she, another one. That if she would have kept it to words, no, then she probably would have been okay. But when she did the spinning thing, that, that was it. Okay, hold on. I can't hear you. What are you saying? No, I was saying if she would have kept it to words, then it may not have turned into anything physical. But when she no, she was gonna get her ass whooped. The way she was, the way she was walking on that lady, she was gonna get her ass whooped. She had violated her space. She gave her a pass the first time, and then she walked in her face. But when she walked in, if she had walked by her and bumped into her, something that ass whooping was coming. She had, she had, um, she she had paid for that. Um, John Beckman said, both Reese and I know we cannot say whatever we want. We know. Well, here's one for you, John. Here's another one I think you you would enjoy. Oh, 
showing you I'm just showing you what um what is on social media. Every now and then though, you will get some good you will get something good from social media. Show heinous that legislators are working to criminalize the teaching of it to students. Welcome to my series where I tie history to legislation that seeks to erase it from schools. At the turn of the twentieth century, Slocum, Texas was a prosperous community where hundreds of black Americans owned their homes and land. In 1810, rumors spread and tensions escalated when white men confronted a group of black teenagers. Soon after, mobs of white men raided black neighborhoods in Slocum. They burned homes and killed indiscriminately. It is estimated at least 100 were murdered. These three men sent a letter to President Taft on behalf of 150 ministers to assist. Pause to read the Attorney General's response. Many black residents fled to Louisiana. They were forced to abandon their homes and their property was seized. They never received compensation. Texas didn't acknowledge the massacre until 2011. It has never been part of Texas curriculum. And right now, Texas is revising its social studies standards. But since this law was passed to censor teaching about race and oppression, this massacre won't be included. But this history deserves its rightful place in the classroom, especially in Texas. Did you know this history? In Texas, there was a massacre so hate. So when you look at this country, I don't care what state you what state you uh, click on, you're going to find that racism, bigotry, prejudice, and bias towards African Americans were in every state of this union, in every city, in every town in every crevice. That's why it's called systemic. It's called systemic racism because it's baked into the system of America. It's systemic because it was government sanctioned. It was government encouraged and government protected. So when the government is the criminal, and the government is the lawmaker, and the government is the law protector, and the government is the law enforcer, 
and the government is the criminal. Who enforces the law against the criminal? And why hasn't the law been enforced? Why hasn't the debt been paid? And I'm going to tell you why. Because till this day, till this day, August 1st, 2023, we have not put forth a compelling argument, a compelling strategy, a compelling consensus to get what's due us. Till this day, we have not had good enough or strong enough leadership to push forward a real ask. And Todd, because we know practice is to make the victim the perpetrators, it's our job to figure out the strategy, to not be so emotional. We are too emotional, not pragmatic enough. We're too mad not strategic enough. We think that things should happen because they know what they did. Who are they? Because they that did it are long gone. What they left in place was a system that people just plug into because that's how the system runs. And it's only going to change when black people become smart enough to um to bring forth their argument without emotion but with critical thinking pragmatism a coalition that's multicolored multi-rainbow a rainbow of us and measured and how we present it. And that's going to be the most important part, how measured we are in our presentation. Just with facts, not with what you think. Just with the facts. And we have to say things like, I don't want black history. I want true American history. Because if we, if we bring true American history, that means blacks are going to be included in that history. Asians are going to be included in that history. Hispanics are going to be included in that history. Natives are going to be included in that history. Immigrant is going to be included in that history. White is going to be included in that history. Jewish is going to be included in that history. It's going to be true American history. We have to be smart enough to recognize that we are now in an integrated society, whether we like it or not. And so when we start talking Black Wall Street, uh, Black this, Black that, we we start to put the separation. I don't I don't want to speak in terms of Black. 
I speak in terms of American because America don't exist without me. I am America. I'm the beginning of America. I'm the middle of America. I am in the now of America. I'm the whole enchilada when it comes to America. We cannot allow ourselves in our leadership to just minimize us to this. That's how we get killed. That's how we get, that's how, that's how we, our, our growth is so small. We have to be smarter. Michael Niner Jordan said, Trump been fooling niggas for years. Now he done put all of these Supreme Court mothers in place to shoot down human and black rights, and now they want to talk about Trump after the, the voting. Michael Niner Jordan, you are part of the problem. I don't like Trump, but Trump didn't do nothing by himself. I'm going to tell you uh, when it all went down. It all went down when instead of replacing um, uh, uh, the older woman, DNC, DN, DNG, what's her name, Ginsburg, instead of replacing Ginsburg when Obama was president, what do they do? They saved her for Hillary Clinton because they thought Hillary would be the first female president and she would get to, um, she'd get to replace uh, Supreme Court justice. And that's not what happened. She didn't win. Barack Ginsburg was supposed to retire um, while Barack, um, Barack was president. And she didn't because they wanted to do it with, with Hillary. And then Hillary didn't win. So then Donald Trump ended up um, smarter as not being stupid. Stop voting for people uh, who lyrics promise to line your pockets. What are you talking about? Um, um, there is no good president. There has never been a good president for black folks. So, so when you guys start picking – Go read, go go find out who Joe Biden is when you talk about it. Joe Biden wasn't no good president for black people. Joe Biden didn't do good shit for black folks. Donald Trump wasn't no good. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> a nigga won and they show and they show hated it. Well, only not really um, because he because he fell in line. Um, Mitch, Barack fell in line. Barack didn't, he didn't, he didn't do anything. As a matter of fact, during Barack's presidency, black folks lost 20% of their wealth. It, um, the human rights issue that you speak of, Michael Niner Jordan, doesn't exist in this country irrespective of who's president. The human rights issue didn't didn't uh, exist when Barack was president. So there, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what game you guys watch or how you guys watch the game. But until there's a third party in the United States, until there's a serious third party candidate a candidate that's not Democrat or Republican, but that is people-based, 
It's just a it's it's just a game. It's just a shell game. And I hope you guys start to recognize that. And the the, the deal is how, how much how much control you have over the shell. What were you gonna say? Um, what were you gonna say, Potter? Yeah, it's a game. I mean, and and people under well. There's certain people that understand it, and there's certain people that enrich themselves regardless of who's in office. It, it doesn't matter to them. And I know some. I've run into so, some of those people. It really does not matter. So I'm doing a fundraiser for Cornell West um, on um, August 30th. So. Um, and you know, and I, I told I told um Cliff, I said, you know, the most money you can give a candidate is thirty three hundred dollars. So of course, you know, um all of us who can will we will we will um max out. But I wanna do a big event for him at Grand High School on the um on the football field because he's from Sacramento and invite the whole city. And let people contribute how they choose. Um, but you know, even as I spoke with Cornell, I said, you know, um, it can't be just a conversation about black folk. It has to be a conversation about poor folk and middle class folk. Now, can he win? Um, yeah, if everybody came together, it's a long shot. But what it would take is human beings deciding to pick for humanity. Human beings say, we're going to reject the game as it sits because the game don't sit well. And it doesn't matter who, who the candidate is, the game don't sit well. Good morning, Chocolate Peach. Um, and uh, so Michael Nana Jordan said, pick your poison, an old crooked man or an old crooked idiot. You can't have it both ways. Um, and you know what, Michael Nana Jordan, you're going to pick who you pick. So let everybody, that's the beauty of this country. I don't, I don't um, tell people who they should pick and for what reason, why or why not. I pick who I pick based on me. And you're going to pick who you pick based on you. And everybody's going to have the, – the one thing I will say is pick somebody. At least be in the game. Don't complain about it and not be in the game. Because a lot of times we complain about shit, but we don't participate. And because we don't participate, um, when I hear a motherfucker complaining that don't participate, in my head I'm like, shut the fuck up. You can't say shit. You don't even participate. You ain't even participating. So you can't participate. You can't not participate and um and talk to me because I participate. <clears throat> wow. Me neither. Go for an idiot if you like. I vote for Emma. Yeah, you. Yeah, 
You do do what you do, Mike. You got to do what you do. Do you believe in voter ID? If so, why? If not, why not? Um, um, no, John, I don't believe in voter ID uh, because what's easy for you, John, what seems simple for you is difficult for others. Uh, when it comes to um, technology, uh, when it comes to access, uh, when it comes to um, uh, availability, when you look at poor and marginalized communities, they don't they don't have that in abundance. Well, well, couldn't it be the type of ID? Because I don't. Does anybody on here know anybody who doesn't have any type of ID? Because you need well, ID no, for social services. That's not services. that's not that's not what he said. That's not what he said. So don't don't change what he said. He said, "Do you believe in voter ID?" I can't believe people would really consider ID for voting. Well, Christy Graham, so let me say, if I, if it's just a regular ID that you have to have an ID, John, absolutely. And Christy Graham, um, why wouldn't you believe that people? Yeah, I want somebody to have ID. Uh, um, so 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 now you're arguing two different points, Christy. You said, I can't believe people would really consider ID for voting. It's our God-given right. So that's not, what God, that's not what voter ID. And this is where it becomes, and, John, this is where, where man and what he does becomes nefarious. Um, she said, I, can't, I don't care about the ID thing. I want everybody to vote. I want people to vote, but I want the right people voting. I don't want... I don't want anything nefarious to take place. So should you have to show ID? I believe so. Um, Conrad said, I remember voting for a candidate different from a popular candidate everyone wanted for our district. I read up on him, his background was in resources, exactly what we needed. Uh, uh, Michael Nana Jordan said, just another way to suppress a vote, uh, to suppress a vote. Um, um, Michael Nana Jordan, if you, um, that don't make sense to me. If you if you have ID, you can even if it's just a a, a card that shows that you're or that you are that voter. I don't think that's suppressing the vote. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, when when it when they start making it where you have to go through jump through hoops, that's why I have a problem. Um, uh, Christy Graham said, an ID just to prove who you are who you are is fine. But stop you from voting if you don't have one bothers me. Well, you should. Um, you can't drive a car without a driver's license, uh, Christy Graham. You can't get into a club if you're under 21. You need an ID for that. So to vote, yeah, I think you should have an ID. Um, Bill Bernie said, "Okay, I'm glad you clarified your position on voter ID." Yeah, I, I don't. If, I don't want a special ID for voting. But you sh if you should be able to use an ID that you already have, and I don't know how that is um, suppressing the vote, Michael Nani Jordan. That that they don't go hand in hand with me. Today's um, today's uh, history moment is on religion of Black Americans. Religion on Black Americans refers to religious and spiritual practices of African Americans. Um, I just said that, um, John, uh, Michael Niner Jordan. Obviously, you don't listen to it. 
I said, I, just, I don't want an ID to vote. I want you to be able to use your regular ID. But to have an ID to vote, I'm not for that. But if it's your driver's license, if it's, a, if it's an ID card, if it's your passport, that is what I believe you should be able to use. But a special uh, ID for voting is not what I'm for. I'm totally against that. Religion of black Americans refers to the religious and spiritual practices of African Americans. Historians generally agree that the religious life of black Americans forms the foundation of their community life. Before 1775, there was scattered evidence of organized religion among black people in the 13 colonies. The Methodist and Baptist churches became much more active in the 1780s. Their growth was quite rapid for the next 150 years until their membership included the majority of black Americans. After emancipation in 1863, freedmen organized their own churches, chiefly Baptists, followed by Methodists. Other Protestant denominations and the Catholic Church played smaller roles. In the 19th century, the Wesleyanist holiness movement, which emerged in Methodism as well as holiness Pentecostalism in the 20th century were important, and later the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Nation of Islam, and El-Haj Malik El-Shabaab, also known as Malcolm X, added a Muslim factor in the 20th century. Powerful pastors often played prominent roles in politics, often through their leadership in the civil rights, uh, American civil rights movement, as typified by Martin Luther King, Jesse Jackson, and Al Sharpton. This is America's history. God, help us become warriors in your word. God, help us become warriors in your word. Turn our heads away from doing the wrong thing. And, oh, Heavenly Father, steer us into trying to do the right thing. Help us look to those who are doing good for mankind and helping those in need. Keep man from tearing up where we live, poisoning the water with production and profit, burning, destroying the atmosphere. There's so many ways here on earth to live in a great environment. If man would stop tampering with a good thing, Jesus, save us. Amen. 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 One love, one love. Uh, today is Amen. Tuesday. And, uh, we don't have any shows on the J. King Network today, but uh, uh, Snitchy Poo, uh, uh, Smith, Smirchy Poo, go ahead and let us know what uh, Six Eyes is doing over there. Well, it's Tuesday on the Six Eyes Radio Network, and that is time for a word of the King. If you care to join us, 1 p.m. Eastern, 424-243-9617 is the number for Relevant Radio Daily. Please consider supporting us on Apple Music and iHeartRadio, even joining us on the Six Eyes Radio Network group page or on Facebook. Good news you can use. And back to you, Cuddles. Oh, okay, yeah, you better be cool because I have some waiting lines for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard Reese out there, he's angry, trying to take over Jay's show. 
because his show ain't shit. Uh, what you? Oh, he good. See, that's what I'm talking about. He's just angry. He come over here and disrupt some shit. And then, anyway, J.K., let us know what you got going on. You, you seem like you're doing big things out there at Cornell West and everybody. I hope he can show you how to shoot the basketball. Uh, today, um, I, I'm, I'm in the studio, actually. So I'm in the studio from 2 to 6. I, I have meetings starting at 10.30 and um and so I'll be in meetings up until one thirty, and then I'll be in the studio from 2 to 6. Um, and, but I want to say to everybody that uh, listens to this show, I do a show every um, Saturday and Sunday on uh, KBLA in Los Angeles. You can listen to my show um, if you download the iHeartRadio app. So if you guys download iHeartRadio, put that app on your phone, um, or your computer, and then search for The J. King Show and follow The J. King Show. You can hear all of my shows, my past shows, uh, and up to current today shows. Uh, and on this Saturday, I'm doing a show on the, the movie Sparkle, the soundtrack. It's called The Music and the Stories Behind the Music. Uh, so that's this Saturday. Uh, I believe at midnight and then um, at 7 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. But you can also listen to it on my podcast anytime. So download, um, go to iHeartRadio and download The J. King Show and then follow me. Thank you, Alex. Uh, back to you, uh, concert, I mean, uh, J. King. You know what? Speaking of concert, I'm glad you said that, Ali, because Dre Hines, I thought everybody knew about, you know, the Soulful Bossa Nova album because I talk about it here from time to time, and every now and then I'll play music. But Dre Hine had never heard the Soulful Bossa Nova album. And so he um, got it, and he's been listening to it But Dre Hine had never heard I don't know which one of you motherfuckers is. It had to be Fred. Got to be Fred. Um, So... um, so if you guys haven't heard my album, Soulful Bossanova, check it out. And Dre Hines likes this, this song, so I'm going to play it for you guys. Thank you. 
iTunes or you can get it on um, Spotify, but you can also, if you want the CD, you can go to my website, jayking.me, J-A-Y-K-I-N-G.me, and you can order the CD there. Yep. So ain't no, what, no full concert, Ali. Um, but um, so yesterday on um, on the Tavis Smiley show, um, and um I did my first show. I'm going to do a series of the music and the stories behind the music, and I did it on Sparkle. So Sparkle, uh, the movie, which was uh, released in 1976, um, April 7th, was actually um, loosely based on Diana Ross and the Supremes. And Irene Cara, uh, Lynette McKee, and Philip Michael Thomas were the stars of that show. But... um, and Irene Cara had actually recorded all of the songs for Sparkle. But um, Aretha Franklin, uh, 74 and 75, had two albums that didn't do well at all. And uh, coming into the new year, um, 76, um, Jerry Wexler didn't want to work with her anymore. And because of the last two albums he did, didn't do well. And so Ahmed Erdogan uh, contacted uh, Curtis Mayfield at Aretha's urging, and Curtis was working on the soundtrack. He had, you know, he had completed it with um, Irene Cara, but then he he said Aretha could sing the songs, and they recorded this album in five days. 
The album uh, Sparkle by Aretha Franklin was recorded in five days in in, uh, in Chicago. So really, so that's the story I tell. I tell about the, the lyrics, the songs, because up until this point, Aretha Franklin is a co-producer on her records. Aretha Franklin is a musician on her records, and Aretha Franklin is a writer on her records. This is the only record that Aretha Franklin makes that she doesn't participate at all in any of those things. She's not a writer. She's not a player. She's not uh, a producer. She's only a singer, and, uh, and it's the album that brought her back to prominence because up until that point, people thought that her career was waning and it was over with. And um, it's a great story. So you can hear it. Um, go to the J King. Go to uh, iHeartRadio and um, download the iHeartRadio app, and then download and then um, search for the J King Show. Follow that, and every time I have a new show, it will alert you that I have a new show. Now I would ask you to do the same. Ali, but I know that you have a flip phone, so you can't do that kind of stuff on your flip phone. But it's cool. Hey, Jay, did you get a chance mm-hmm. to watch the um, this movie on Netflix, They Clone Ky- Tyrone? Yes, I did. Okay, you guys already okay. talked about it. You don't have to talk about it anymore. We haven't, we haven't talked your- about it. Um, we haven't talked about it. Um, it's a movie. It's it's long. They could have told the story a little shorter, which would have made it a little more interesting. Uh, but but it's entertainment. It's good. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people saying they doing that right now. They doing that right now. I'm telling you right now. They're not they're not doing it right now. But do I believe they'll do it? They'll do. A whole lot of things. They'll, they'll do a whole lot of things. This is a. I don't put nothing past um, past the human being. The human being is a, a, a destructive animal of self. There's no animal more destructive of self than the human being. So um, anything that the human being against himself, I'm never surprised about. Think about this. The human being allows food to be made that he knows isn't healthy for him or his fellow man. Agree. Um, good morning. Good morning, Gina. So there's nothing that the, yeah, that, that the human being does. That yeah, I'm, and that kind of topic was brought up during the movie. I thought it was mm-hmm. a, I, I, I didn't have high hopes. I was kind of, people were telling me about it, and I figured I'd, I'd watch it because they were urging me to, and I thought it was a fun movie. I think there were some messages in there, but I thought it was fun. It was, you know, yeah. part comedy, Those kind of part mystery. That, there's always, yeah, there's always messages. The athletes that and those kind of are just difficult. There's always messages in those kind of movies. And um, before we get out of here, before I get out of here, I want to, um, tell you guys that how you treat people goes a long way, goes a long way up or a long way down for you, and people remember. And I just want to play this for you real quick. If 
mostly athletes that were just difficult to work with? I was a ball boy with the Clippers at 12, San Diego. I go in the first day, Lakers versus Clippers, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I screw up because it's my first day, but he shit on me like, boys, blah, blah, blah. I went out uh-huh. crying to my mom. I'm not going back. Oh, yes, you are. I'm going to finish the season. Next game, Sixers, Clippers. I'm now completely gun-shy, especially of the superstars. And there's Dr. J. He said, son, why'd you give me so many socks? And I said, I don't know. They told me to put six pairs on everybody's locker. And he goes, I don't need six pairs of socks. And he goes, how many siblings do you have? I said, five. Perfect. He goes, grab them. I went over and he said, what's their name? And he signed each of the pairs. And then he grabbed a basketball and he signed it for me. Later on in life, I had so many opportunities to hire Kareem for a lot of money. And I would call Dr. J. He probably netted over a million dollars from me referring business to him that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar lost. I have a saying, be kind to your future self. Are there any famously athletes that were just be kind to your future self. When I look at my career, and, you know, um, this is a business where you only stay relevant if you have hit records. That's the only way you stay re- relevant in this career. If you you got to have hit records. If you don't have hit records, you're not relevant to the game. And um, my last big hit record was in, me personally, was in 1989. And that was uh, Club Nouveau, no friend of mine, went to number 12 on the charts. And all my other records after that were never that big. They were 20, 25, 30, nothing, nothing in the top 10, top 20. So people say, man, how did you, how did you stay so relevant and um and I said I didn't. But a lot of people I knew stayed relevant and they always looked out for me. I was with a guy this weekend, uh Alvin uh Williams. Alvin Williams I met um at a I spoke at a conference in the Bahamas, a music conference, and I gave him my number. And um and he said, can I call you? I said, yeah, make it. I gave you my number. So one day I'm driving, and um, while well, I'm riding, D-Rob is driving, and Alvin Williams calls me. And I said, hello. And I said, hello. And then he said, uh, can I speak to Jay King? I said, this is Jay King. And I said, nigga, are you going to talk? And he said, I apologize. I just, I never met anybody who gave me their phone number, and then they answered the phone. And I said, why would I give you my phone number and not answer the goddamn phone? That don't make no sense. And me and Alvin became friends, and we talked all the time, and he did different things. And one day, um, Alvin Williams uh, was working on his kid named Busy Bone, working on his album. And Alvin uh, had four songs on it, and he needed a publishing deal. But I had connected him to a guy named Billy Michelle, and I and he said, Jay, I want to get a publishing deal for these four songs. And I said, um, call Billy Michelle. And then he said, I want you to call him. What would you charge me? And I said, um, 5%. And he said, no. 
I said, 3%. And he said, no. And I said, I mean, whatever you want to do, you know, however you want to do it. He said, I want to give you 20%. Now, Alvin Williams did not need me to make the deal. He he was already connected. He, I had already connected him to him years before. But Alvin Williams, 20% of $150,000 is $30,000. 5% of $150,000 is $7,500. 3% is $4,500. So Alvin Williams chose to give me $30,000 as opposed to $4,500. So I have to suspect it was because of the fact that I was always available to him. And that's why you never know who's who and what's what and uh, and who's going to be the superstar, who's going to be bigger than you, you know, that's in your, that's in your circle. So you always got to treat people, you know, with kindness and, uh, and be kind to your future self. So just remember that, you know. That is the epitome of a good man who happened to realize how you treated him. Yep. And, you know, and you can't do it. You can't do stuff looking for people to do things for you. Because Alvin Williams, I get more things for other people that didn't do anything, that never, that didn't, never said, hey, I want to help you out, blah, blah, blah. But I never looked, I never looked for him to do it. So I didn't I didn't miss anything. I didn't miss Greg Horsley is another guy. You know, you would think that I did when you hear Greg tell a story about me, you think that I did something incredible for that for for Greg. Greg and I went to school together. Greg we went to junior high school together and high school. And then, you know, then now when I I'm out, now I'm, you know, Club Nouveau and this is at the this is at the height of my career. And and Greg is getting out of the Navy, and um and so Greg, you know, he doesn't he doesn't know where he's gonna go right now. So he said, you know, he didn't know what he was gonna do. So I said, come stay at my house. And Greg um, stayed at my house for a few months, and then Greg went on his way and, and had his career uh, over thirty years as a, as a corrections officer. You know, made good living, made a lot of money, and you would think that I um. You know, you let Greg tell the story. He makes the shit seem like I saved his life. Um, but I um, all I did was just did what I knew he would do for me, or that I think that human beings would do for each other. But because of it, there's not a, there's never been a time when Greg didn't support or help something that I was doing. Um, John Beckman said, Jay, even though you're a prick to me, I would help you out in any way I can. You prick. Well, John Beckman, that's because no matter how much of a prick I am, I could never out-prick you. Because Jack you got is what he is. connected to your prickiness. So, you you know, that Confederate shit uh, outweighs saved, out of anything I can do. But you got to, so, you know, you have to, you know, you have to be kind to people because of what you're really doing is being kind to yourself. You're treating people the way you would hope that somebody would treat you. Uh, you know, my greatest fear has always been that one day 
I can't take care of myself, that I'm financially, I, I, you know, I can't take care of myself, and what is going to happen? You know, or, you know, you become homeless. How do you, how would you survive it? The, the hope is that you've done enough, that you've paid enough into the pot of the vibration of humanity, that humanity got something waiting for you. That's the hope. John Beckman had it. Oh, he's calling in for the third hour of power. The third hour of power is going to be coming up, you guys. It's from 11, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. They normally go over. If you haven't tuned into the third hour of power, uh, when I when I disconnect here, you can go to thejkingnetwork.com, sign up, and listen to it um, over the Internet, or you can call in 515-605-9376 and listen over your phone. Can I, 915- can I ask one question? 515-605-9376. Uh, what do you want, John? Because I have to get out of here. What is it? What's the question? What? What what did I ever do that I was a confederate? Well, you know, you you, you John, you're the confederate already, and you're just pricky all the time. They call you prickers, prickers. My name is Prickly J.P. Pete. with Lynn Tolliver, like Davis, Yusuf Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Big Fred, Snitchy Smurf, uh, Mary Hopkins, Big Draws Trolls, uh, uh, um, Potter, and uh, um, um, Johnny Beckman Overdrive telling you to get busy living because you're going to have enough time dying. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Same back time, same back channel. Use that campaign. Just enter the bill. Uh-oh. The King Network, where the people come together. The King Network, where the Brother John Beckman. Oh, um, yeah, John. That's... how the hell are you, John? Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm ready to learn. Well, I want to leave it at that. I'm gonna let the rest of the brothers get your ass today, buddy. But uh, anyway, <laughs> have you checked your PSH, uh, your PSA, uh, your high blood pressure, your oxygen level today, there, John? Yeah, everything is normal. What, 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 what were your sailing. numbers? What was your? What, if you don't mind me asking, I'm not getting personal or anything. 
uh, you know, it's a group of guys here listening. What was your, uh, let's see here, uh, blood pressure this morning there, John? One, one, I think it's 120 over 80. Uh-huh. Did you, you got do your, uh, you guys check that every day? Every day? No. Last time I went to the doctor, it was beautiful. That was about six months ago. I try to check mine every day. And I get a PSA check. They draw blood every time I go just to make sure my PSAs are good. I don't have prostate cancer. Good, good, man. I'm proud of you for checking it out at least. You know, no, I had to because my dad, my dad, my dad had prostate cancer, so I make sure I check that. Yeah. So you guys are you guys are more more honored than I am, that's for sure. Oh yeah, man, you got to be knowledgeable and get on it. You don't want to suffer. And when you get to our age, you got to make sure you get your colon exam. Oh yeah, that's no joke. You know, it, that's the one when they have you um, do that little test, or, or either they do the do it through the blood, or got to shit on no, that no. piece of paper. Is that it? The colon um, exam is no oh, colonoscopy. They knock you out and they put a rod up there with a camera, uh-huh. and then they take out any polyps they see. Right, that's every ten years. But there is a, a colon exam that you get right. Um, when you go get your physical done, where they ask you to cough. I mean, I know a little something about this, but not personally. Um, yeah, and yes, you can um, take it through a stool sample. <laughs> there, there is a screening for that. King Potter, so you're current on your physical, yes? Uh, what What do you mean by current? Current, like <laughs> annually. You see, you've had a physical annually, right? Meaning, are you up, are you up they're, not, they're not necessarily annually, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I would say no. I'm not I'm not going to know too much. No. Uh, how old you, are you? You're working on that. Potty, Excuse how old me? Are you? How well, old are I work you? on it every day. I, I, well, I didn't go today. Uh, maybe I'll be able to make it today, but um, I do. I do work out. I work out almost Almost every day, man. I run and I, and I work out at the gym. Probably five times a week. How old are you? How old are you? I'm over 50. Have you had a prostate PSA check? Nope. All they got to well, do is well, draw a little I don't, blood I don't, from you. That's a good question. When you say PSA, I mean, they're taking blood work and stuff. But right, and that's how they determine your PSA count. Yeah. I've, nothing's ever come back, you know. You will have to act for your uh, PSA. Uh, yeah, you have to act for that test. That's yeah. not a regular general annual exactly. blood test. They do. And just because you go to the gym, and I'm not trying to scold you, just because you go to the gym and work out and you feel okay and all, that's no reason not to get checked. At fifty years right. old, every three months, brother, please, please. Right. Early detection. I, I, yeah. I would say three months is probably not going to happen, but yeah, I, I do need to be more rich, you know. At least yeah. no, at least yeah. once yeah. a year, Potter. At least once a year, get a PSA check. 
Yeah, the if hemoglobin, the A1C, A1C, hemoglobin. Uh, there's a, num- a numerous of them that uh, one treatment of your blood. Yeah, yeah, that's your A1C, dog. Well, those, those, those things happen. They check that in your annual visit, in your general annual visit. So you ain't got to ask for that. They check that. Well, yeah, that's why you fast before you go in. We, 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 uh, everybody's information is great, and we don't want to bear away from. Man, there's so much going on with the body nowadays, you know, uh, with this hypertension, sugar diabetes, uh, numerous of things that I have and men have, and we have it in common. We don't talk about it, um, but our body shows us signs. But if it's early detection, we can move on with our lives. You do not want pain, uncomfortable pain. You don't want to lay there, and it's too late. You understand me? And then you say, okay, well, uh, I don't want treatment. I don't want this. I truly believe if we catch these things in time, it, it, you'll, you'll die with dignity. We're going to die, yes, but you don't want to lay there and hurt or somebody um, catheterizing you, beating you, and shit like that. So help us out, brother. Get checked. I'm done. Thank you, King Fred. Hey, uh, yeah, I mean, I think health, health is pretty tricky these days because I, Potty, I, the, 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 I don't the perfect have any, example. Uh, go ahead, John. No, go ahead. I was going to say the perfect the perfect example of making sure you get, you know, physical and blood tests and all these uh, checkups is, is Bronny James. Look at him, 18 years old. And he has and he has a uh, heart attack. So and he exercised just like you, running up and down the court. So exercising doesn't mean anything about what's going on on the inside of your body. Well, it depends. Did they ever find out exactly what it was? Well, they probably won't let us know because of HIPAA laws. Yeah, that's between yeah. him and his family. Uh, yeah, but I get your point. I get your point. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, Hey, the first time I had a colonoscopy, I'm like, I'm like, God damn, you think I want a rod shoved up my ass? No fucking way. But then they, they explain it and they say, well, you're knocked out, you, you know, and you know, this is, this is a, a, a life-saving procedure if there's something wrong. So you got, you got to have it done. No, they only do that when you're Pete, when you have, when they find something, right? No. They've done it every it. 10 years. Um, but, but the screening is um, annually after age 45 up until I think it's age 78. But every 10 years they do want you to go through a colonoscopy. Um, women, I mean, also um, could be subjected to that, but men for certain. And um, what was I going to say about that? So, yes, they're checking for polyps. And if they find any there in the colon tract, they're going to remove them while, they're, while they got the little um, camera thing going. So, um, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, beneficial, even though uncomfortable, from what I understand. It's actually not uncomfortable because you are knocked out. And you wake up. Well, I say uh, because the day before, you have to clean your system out. 
they give you a, a liquid or a medicine where literally at the end of that, you are pissing shit. It's like piss. Right. So you are clean. You are right. totally clean. And, right. and then you don't feel anything because you're knocked out. And then when you wake up, all you want to do is have a sandwich because you're famished. Right. I say uncomfortable, and I should have clarified that. I say uncomfortable because, as you said, no man really wants to go through, like, you know, just the thought that, you know, it's a bit intrusive. That's what I meant by uncomfortable. Yeah. Worth it, though. Because early detection, they say um, you you have a greater chance of, you know, dealing with, um, you know, finding either colorectal cancer, even your prostate, all that, if you catch it early. So, yeah. But bless you for listening, King Potter. That's how much all all of us care about you. I think he's young, and he thinks he's jogging around. He's getting those nice uh, biceps and all that six-pack shit working, and all the girls are whistling right now, you know. And, uh, you know, hey, more power to you. But uh, I think... You heard my brother. Remember the, remember, the, remember the athlete Jim Fitz? He was a noter, no, noted uh, marathon runner. Best yeah. shape ever. Drops dead of a heart attack. I think I recall you mentioning him before, yeah. Yeah, I just have to get one thing. I think I have one vice. Because I eat pretty well. I'm a pescatarian right now, but I eat pretty well. But I got one vice, and that's a bad, and it's a bad one, and it's sugar. It's really bad. Sugar is really bad for you. A lot of sugar. Um, Probably not as bad as smoke. And I smoke. Oh, thank you, been Listen, brother, that sugar man. I mean, that's my treat. It's like royal to me. It's Cakes and the pretty cakes and uh, I'm talking about decadent. I'm talking about the top notch shit with the butter and the glistening frostings and shit like that. But for the last couple of uh, months, I've been working on it, man, because I was getting up in the morning time with the biscuits and syrup and then the uh, molasses all my life. But man, you know, do you know that, how detrimental yeah. sugar is just to your organs. It's bad. It's not like brain, sugar is right. bad. Like a lot mm-hmm. of sugar, and I and so that's the one thing I need to get under control more. Do you drink a lot of sodas, Potty? No, no, I don't. I don't drink soda, um, but still, sometimes I'll drink like you know juices that are still not good for me because it's high content sugar, man, and you know. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Eyesight, amputees, like I said, mm-hmm. my brother and my father had no legs, no eyes. My grandmother never saw me. Um, sugar diabetes, it fucks us all up, man. So I'm just telling you, man. I mean, no legs, no eyes, no no shit. It's, it's, a, it's number one. Glaucoma, heart, sugar. Refined sugar, molasses, cakes, and fruit. 
fruit seems to be okay, but all of this, like you said, processed sugar is, man, it's deadly. Fruits are great, but I, I had an overdose yesterday on fruits, okay? I was making those slushies and shit, and brother, uh, I overdid it. And um, my day, all day was lousy. Uh, my night was lousy, but I finally got it under control. But then I noticed that I wasn't taking a medication. It was in the other room of my regiment that sits in the kitchen. I hadn't had my glucosine. And, I man, I was lousy. I was puking in all nine yards all day yesterday. But I started off my day wrong with my smoothie. I went overboard with the... Uh, with the fruit, with the fruit, man, that just because it's, and it's sweeter than sugar. For me, it is. Uh, that fruit, that fruit, my wife told me we're going to have to cut back on that fruit, buddy. But I was, I think I'm doing a lot better because I'm not doing the pancakes and the jelly and all that shit. But, you know, look gradual baby steps, so we, we're working it out. Okay. Glad you're so better today. Um, King Potter, do you juice at all leafy greens? Like, do you deal with that daily? Eat um, I don't juice with the like- leafy greens or anything like that, but I try to eat. I try to eat greens as much as I can on a daily basis. But okay. I, it's not. I'm, I'm not good with it. It's, it's some timing with me. Okay. Well, just as an idea. Um, um, just speaking as a, a sweet tooth, leafy greens took that away from me. Like, um, in particular, spinach, cilantro, kale um, actually took the sweet tooth away from me. So now, if I say if I want to go get a donut or something, it would just be far too sweet for me now. I, I, don't, enjoy it. I don't enjoy it the same. I did test it to see if it was true. Um, and this comes from someone who my life would have to be threatened to eat vegetables when I was coming up. <laughs> so I'm just saying. And um, it's not like you got to drink it all day long either. You know, it's, but it's, I don't know what it is in it, but it does work. Well, at least it's good for me. So just I, I, and I'm not even talking about a juice man, Jack Lane type thing, just a neutral bullet. And about maybe, hmm, probably take about 10 minutes. Uh, prep prep time um, and clean up, and um, and I get way more than just the loss of um, my sweet tooth. It just it does a lot. So it's just an idea. Thanks for that, Nicole. How many times a week? How many days are you juicing? Me, King Um, so I'm not able to do it every day right now, but um. I'm able to do it, let's say, four days out of the week. But I would be more comfortable if I were able to do it five days. And um, each day I would change it up a little bit in what I would put, you know, put in it. So, yeah. But never, I've never done it straight seven days. Well, let me think about this. Maybe I did in the beginning years ago, but I don't do it every day. And I used to even give myself a cheat day. Um, but now it just depends. Sometimes it, it happens because I'm too busy and I had to run out of here and I didn't do it. But um, my body lets me know, though, if I go less than that, like if I'm only going 
three times or two times, I'll, I'll start to get a headache. It's like my body actually misses it. So, yeah. And, I mean, I don't even have everything. So, like, just if I could just use spinach and, you know, throw some blueberries in there, it, you know, it all seems to work. But um, beets is my new thing, and I'm enjoying them. Just making just a regular beet and spinach, if I have cilantro, okay. If I have a Swiss chard or something like that, okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, I used to make a fruit one, and I used to make a – well, I always put leafy greens even in my fruit one. But you could tell by the color I had more berries than I had, um, you know, spinach and such. But the vegetable one is the one that I, I know I got to get that one. So fruit is like a treat treat to have. But, um, yeah, I put water in it, of course. I used to put apple juice in there, but I got even away from doing that. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, I uh, I just yesterday I believe it was and then I taken sick and then I made me one this morning and well no I haven't had it today I had my tea and my toast and my egg so I don't know I think I'll probably make me a uh, spinach and kale with some berries. Uh, I don't know where I'm getting my liquid today. Yeah, that sounds nice. Where do, where do you suggest we put in there for liquid? Just the bowl of water and just try to go that route? Or? Well, I put just distilled water, you know, in mine. What do you mean distilled water? Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I used to put some apple juice in there, but I don't even do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um but most definitely the most definitely the beats them. Yeah, I mean, I find that it it gives me um energy. Now another thing that sort of come along, I recognize that my nails are much stronger, but I don't necessarily know if that's because of the beats or not. Um they they grow like crazy just juicing period. It is. But it, it okay. is Nicole. Yeah, thank you, sister. Um, because it's from the nutrients I was like, hey. in your body. It's a combination of all of that. Yeah, well, you know, they were growing, but, you know, like, um, they didn't, like, right now, they, I mean, they just seem super strong. So I just right. saw it. I wondered. And I thought I was going to look it up just to see. But, but you know, it's like, you know, an added an added benefit <laughs> to it. Yeah, but I would, yeah, um, yeah I would just put, um Distilled water. Um, that's what I did today. It was just um, spinach, some blueberries, distilled water, a little bit of the Spanish cinnamon, um, and what else did I put in there? Uh, I think that was it today. Yeah, this morning. Oh, okay. Before we got, before we came together here, while we were on together, I, that's what I was doing: sitting at the computer and, and you know, just enjoying mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, did you, uh, King Spread, did you watch that? Uh, did you get a chance to watch that video um, about the gentleman? I think his name is Jared. I can't remember. His, I think it begins with a J, where he was talking about his journey 
he's got a whole network now um, over the years that he's developed. But I just wondered if you had time. I know you're busy. But I wondered yeah. if, you, if you took it's a chance. I'm, you... I'm trying to place it. I'm trying to place it as one of two things. Right. Well, and then, like, he was talking yeah. talking about um, getting off his uh, his uh, diabetic medication and his blood pressure medication. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and he was doing all those different juices, correct? Right. I believe. He was kind of yeah. traveling. He was traveling, just mm-hmm. sort of buying fresh vegetables off the side of the road type. And he had his little right. battery thing in his truck to, to run his um his blender and everything. He called it the green, mean green or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was watching him a little bit briefly, and he even had something on beats. As well, and he he, he lived in prostate cancer specifically. I believe. Yeah, yeah and um. Oh, then his his brother took ill, you know, and um, cause he he went on the journey, but his brother didn't go with him. Then his brother took ill, and he ended up then joining him, which was right. which was pretty good. I'm still stuck on this thing when you say you have to. That wax that's on those um, what do you call it? Apple like an apple. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, um, well, since we're talking about yesterday, the the um, baking soda and vinegar that uh, uh-huh. cuts through that wax naturally and is able to because you really don't want to you don't want to um, be eating that in it's your that. yeah yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So either either you'd have to peel them. Which adds to your prep time, or wash them really good with the um, with the um, baking soda and vinegar mixture. Mm-hmm. I mean, they sell a thing called a, a vegetable wash, but to be honest, to make your own, it's just better. And by the way, um, baking soda is is good for uh, for for folks who have like acid reflux. Um, yeah. Instead of using tums and all that, even though a little bit of bicarbonate is in that stuff, but um, if you made yourself a little, just a tiny dash of it in, um, now let me think though, is it in warm water or cold water? I can't remember, but it, it takes a, yeah, so baking soda is good for a lot of things, actually. Um, My father used to use baking soda for everything. I mean. I use it for toothpaste. If his stomach has you soaked up, soaked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it does, it does, with that, with the vinegar, it does take that wax off your apples. I don't always uh, get get apples, but, um, you know, like uh, like when fall gets here, I'll, I'll, I'll start off with them, but I don't always keep, keep it going. But um, I mean, like, get a bag of them and then take some of them to, you know, like take one with me to work or something like that. But, yeah, um, you definitely want to wash them really well. I mean, you know, all of it, honestly, like you already doing. But the, the waxy um, part, that's the problem. Thinking about that juicer, and uh, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to wash the apples. It ain't no big thing. But they say it's best to cut the apple up in fours and put it in there. I got to find something well, that I 
enjoy eating that's not that doesn't need sugar on it. I mean, I guess I like chicken and fish and stuff like that, but I'm just kind of bored with all of that. Hmm. Um, there was a video that you shared, and I looked at some of the other videos. Let me hang on a second. And I I was going to ask you about that, but I didn't get a chance to. Let me, while it's on my mind, let me see. What did I park that? Um, because uh, the gentleman, he um, overcame prostate cancer, but he talks about all the different kinds of juices he make, makes. But um, he also, in this other video, was talking about. Are you talking about like, Walk? Forgive me, sister. I don't recall his name. King Fred, do you recall his name? Chris Wark. He he has a book called Chris B. Cancer. Well, sister, I don't know. Um, I've seen a video uh, that I. uh, No. um, He's a a black man. Um, Yeah, but um, hang on a second. Uh, I'll get his name. I I should know his name, but. I did look at his name. Um, let me see if I'll see if I can find it. Okay. The name of these channels is Good Living Now. I'll send it to you. With Harold. His name is, that's right, Harold. Um, his last name I do not know. But hang on a second. Let me... Um, So, Potty, you don't get nutrients from being a commode, from all the waste that you get where the people, you know, do you get nutrients that way? Deductions. And you're late. No, I'm listening. <laughs> Apparently, you don't, you're not able to keep the audience too long. <laughs> oh, so you come in you come in to save me, is it? Is that right? Well I know that's how much dead time it was. <laughs> no, I'm not here that's to because... save you. <laughs> wow. You never been saved before? Have you ever been saved? <laughs> yes. Yes I have. <laughs> you saved did me I before. Save you? Yes, yes, yes. And how do I do that? Showing up right in the nick of time. In time for what? Yes. You know, the time for whatever was about to happen that could have been something else, you came in and made it happen. So, yeah. 
So your beats don't help your memory then. You can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say yes, yes. Juicing beats does help. Yes, it helps with um, cognition. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> but you don't know when I saved you. <laughs> well, I if I you. sat here and thought it over, of course I, I could. I could go back. I could go back to it. Yes, I could. I mean, but right in the moment, I'm trying to send out a video, which I'll send you a copy too. Am I the only yeah. one that ever saved you? Are you the only one? No. <laughs> No, so you're why not. Why did you use me as an example? Because you asked a question and I answered it. Right. You said, you just do, do said you I'm not the only one that saved you. We're talking about being saved. Well, you, you, yes. you jumped on being saved. No, no, no. I, I, did, I did not. I just said to you because you said you had to step in because you were already listening, but you had to come in and help me because of the dead air syndrome. Let's put it all in perspective, sir. And then you ask if I had been saved, and I said yes. And then, as I said, you have saved me. You asked me, had you saved me? And I concurred quickly. But you don't remember. So, I just, I just gave to you an example. You don't remember what that I, I do saved remember. You. <laughs> yes, I do remember. That's you why can't I said speak it. On it. <laughs> Would you like for me to give you a concrete example of when you no, pooped in well, and saved no, me? No, give an example of you being saved. You can't remember what I did. Why would you give, you know, as an example that I saved you? And you can't remember when I saved you. We have other choices you could just go to and just say, you know, do you want me to feel like that I'm special to you or something? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's wishful thinking on your part, planking. So, no, I'm glad you're I mean, with you us. No, I left it open for you to just talk about anybody's saving. You, you, no, no, you, you come here talking know. about King Potter. You're talking about his nutrients from a commode, which I applied deductions. And then you switch your attention on me, as you often do. So, with that being said, how's your day? Well, first of all, I wasn't even thinking about you. It was directly to Potter. Okay. Uh, yes. Which and you then ran I away. Deductions. You couldn't hold his attention. Your conversation. He didn't say goodbye. He, he he's around here somewhere. Well, <sighs> it's a third hour of power. We're not tied. We're well, not tied to the to the to the line. We're just you know. I'm just listening to the conversation. <laughs> well, how are you today? I'm doing well. Wonderful. Practicing my listening. Oh, well, you you're um getting better. It's good. Practice makes improvement. Yeah, what I've learned or heard or see that you need help with your memory. <laughs> well, yes, of course I do. We, and right. if I keep breathing this air, I'm going to need more help with my memory. But I'm doing the best that I can. I haven't completely abandoned my faculties, right? So what? And can't we all do better, you know, for ourselves and maintain our memory? 
Well, what I noticed is that you, it's good that you add a flavor to being more conscientious on health to the show. Well, that's that. thanks to King Fred. King Fred brought in the topics, and he does a good job. And so I, I can't uh, take responsibility for that. I'm just here to help out while I'm visiting in the King's world. Yeah, and Fred added a lot to that. You know, Fred's conversation about that is, you know, it keeps people here. However, it seems like you have a problem keeping people here when you continue <laughs> on the good things that Fred does when he talks about it, you know. And then, you know, when it comes to you, of course, after I added what I had to say, mm-hmm. it was because you were stuck looking up something, and it was so much dead air. Yeah. You know, I believe it's okay to take a moment to process your thoughts. Um, you know, we're not radios or robots. We don't have to constantly be speaking and making noise. We could take a moment to just breathe and process. You know, I mean, I do get it. It's not good for it to be prolonged. But, I mean, thank you for helping us. Because you know that's what we do, right? We help one another. Well, I was I was calling. It'd be nice to do so without injecting. complaining. <laughs> It'd be nice to no, do so without contention. <laughs> well, I was yes. engaging to help Potter. You know, uh, was, was that help? Oh, that's what you call that now. Oh, yeah, I was. You know, he talked about how he don't get much leafy. You know, nutrients, and it was. You know, I'm like. A lot of people shit leafy shit. Him being a commode, uh, why wouldn't, you know, he get some of that nutrients? Don't repeat that. Know. Plankton. Plankton. First and foremost, that's not kind. Did you not hear today's word? What is it? Today's daily word? Compassion. Compassion. Not the word of the day. The daily word. As soon as he said that, they called me all kind of fat motherfuckers. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, lavish is a work in progress. So is um, um, so, so uh, are we all a work in progress? But yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he's practicing, and if he keeps at it, he can only get better. So who used the word of the day today? The word of the day. Lavish brings the word of the day. It's compassion. And he gave the 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 word of the day and the word of the day. Mm-mm. Just just the um the word of the day. The um. Wait a minute. In the he bug. gave the daily word. The, bug the daily about word. Him looking like a bee, a bumblebee, and. <laughs> What's um, that? But uh, cuddles did the the day um the word of the day. What was the word Don't of the ask day? Me. Oh God! Don't ask me to repeat it. It's, we're okay. Compassion. Um, no, well, compassion was the daily word, yes. But the word of the day. Compassion, that, um, compassion. So what is the daily word and what is the daily word? So that's me saying the same thing twice, but trying to mean two different things. The daily word that Lathers brings every day, today, it is compassion. Check it out. The, excuse me, excuse me. I don't give a fuck about your anime characters. I don't know who the fuck is... Cuddles and giggles and goofy and all that shit. 
Just say Jay or Ali, please. <laughs> you are poopy. I don't even want to try poopy. and remember. I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to so try and remember that shit. Jay King, <laughs> aka King, aka Lavish. I don't want to learn that shit. <laughs> Who the fuck gave the word of the day? <laughs> the word of the day was Ali, aka. Brother Reverend oh Ali, a.k.a. Okay, what was Ali's word of the day? Yeah, I said I didn't want to tell you what the word was. You should have been here. I know what it well, was. Why the fuck did you tell me what the fuck Jay's word was for you? Because, because that was more of a word that we can use. Like right now, if I give you Ali's word, then that's what we, we're trying to get away from that. We're trying to head to, you know, north. We're trying to go that way. What is so, your opinion? That's why. <laughs> well, um, you often ask, "What is my opinion?" You often cite me for not having well, one. Not so well, oh, now I, I give you one, and now you reject Ali's word of the day, please. <laughs> King Fred, do you remember Ali? I know what it is. I, I just I don't feel like repeating it. Stupid! It wasn't even. Uh, he said, "I don't know what the hell he said." I, I know, I know what he said, but um, I just didn't feel like repeating it. See, that's where you do fucked yeah, up radio. Why not, why not say it you... verbatim? Yeah, that's fucked up radio. She does fuck. She came from a fucked up radio mentor. Someone oh that's against talk radio. Trouble. What? What? Charles. Charles did not become my mentor. Charles became. Um, Charles took interest in me being on his radio Don't network. Don't even go to that after. shit. After I've been here for years. You buckethead. What was the oh, word of the day? God. You know, I don't feel like repeating it. I'll text it. I know you don't no, feel like it, but just do it for the sake of it. I don't even want to text it out. The word of the day was shat. <laughs> that was what? the word of the day. <laughs> shat. Yes. Spell mm-hmm. it. There it is. Pardon? Spell it. How do you spell it? It's easy. Just phonetically sound it out <laughs> right there. What the fuck? Oh my god! I, I, You're terrible. Now I've given it to you. I've given it to you. So now, now what more do you want from me? To spell shit, <sighs> whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, no, that that was basically the word S H A T chat. Oh chat! Like, and I want some honey, ba- no, some uh, banana bread. Yeah. No, like I don't want none of that shit. Right. Like you talking shit right now. <laughs> yep, you're full of shit. <laughs> that, there it is. And that was our word of the day. That's what the, that's, yeah, because you're not well, on your you, job. Why, why, did, why did you feel that's not good work? Because I give you, I've given you the derivative of the, of the actual word, but they both mean one and the same. So there you go. You can infer from shit the word of the day easily because I've given you an example more than one and there you go. You're terrible. You, you're just you are absolutely me. terrible. You are. Good night. And I, I get fired. No, well, you're not fire getting right. fired. This is, you're oh, just okay. handicapped. <laughs> you're just handicapped. That's well, my fucking fault. Well, exercise your compassion. Shame on me. First time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. Are we on to the 15th, 20th time? 
we're on to the fifteenth and twentieth time now, so I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. You. Your numbers. You're not counting. Well, your counting is out. Current, accurate. So, did you learn anything politically today on the show? Um, politically, yes, yes. I always learn something political. About politi- what was the political shit about? Well, well, here's the thing. Why would you ask me for a political update if you just told me that I'm basically garbage? I mean, so make up your mind. Why would I do it? I'm just saying you yeah, why? give a synopsis of the fucking show. Well, I... I <laughs> you failed. You, you said failed politics. On one part, <laughs> hopefully I can lift you up and say some get, get say some good energy about another part of the show you can do good at. Well, well, um, well, don't give up before the miracle. So here's here's my attempt. All righty. So you asked me what did I learn. So I'm just gonna say this. Or just what there's was a difference, the there's a difference between what was the political shit? Well, there was a few um, aspects of it. So let's let's start here. I um, agree that there's a difference between showing your ID versus not being able to vote without a special ID um, mm-hmm. in the elections here in the States. Um, I'll also say that it's a very good chance that um, former President Trump, despite the fact that he um, has waning support and in, in, he has support differing from his first round as president, may have a chance of winning um, again as president. Right, you're getting a lot of sympathy. And at the same time, well, I think with it's the first always... one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the first, the first thing you talked about was about the ID. Why would the fuck would you leave that so fast? So the importance of having the, the special ID is what you're against, and just having a regular ID is what you're for, is what you say? I believe that... I believe that it may, you know, yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty unfair. Um, I believe that yes, we should verify that, um, you know, I am it's me and I wish to vote. So you have to be able to identify that it's me, because there's silly bananas out here that may try to be someone else, you and know. So what's and the special, and what's the special ID about? The special ID was uh, just a discussion about having a. Um, just a just a different kind of ID, like like going to get an additional kind of ID to to say right, that it's really really ID you. to vote. Yes, I think you. You're I think our getting a specific ID to vote. Yes. Is is, is that true? I think is our, our it typical. Is? is that what it was basically about? Well, specific I mean, ID to vote. Well, okay. So I wish that I wish that um um. I could have some support on that because here's the thing. I didn't catch the full discussion, but I feel I caught enough to understand there's two different types and I'm all for saying, yes, it's you. Yes, it's me. Let us vote. I am against you cannot vote until you get the special ID, which I do remember that being a thing. I could go to the computer and get the exact name of it. It escapes me right now, but you asked me for my Oh, you don't have to. It's not. It's not irrelevant. It's not rep. Whatever. But uh, right, relevant. I don't know what it's. Uh, I'm sleeping now. I don't know what happened. 
Yeah, so politically speaking, those those are the two points that stuck with me um, from earlier today. Right, so if a person didn't get the specific ID, then they wouldn't be able to vote. So uh, apparently it would be a time frame to get the specific ID, voting ID, to vote, right? Well, yes, but not everyone, um, when you think about everyone having opportunity to vote, that's a lot of people to go get this special identification. And not everyone um, may not have access um, and opportunity right, right, to right, right, such a thing. Right, so use right, your regular right. ID with your picture on it. Use your regular ID. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, I get it. I was just asking about, you know, the, the difference. You don't have to give your... You got all deep in how you feel about it. I wanted the facts and not your introspective thoughts about it. Just the the facts, that's all. Okay, damn, I'm going to stop asking you shit. What's up with you, Fred? I liked your conversation. I like you walking. You walk today. You you seem like you continue. I I had a great workout, man. I mean, everything is crackalack in here. I'm I'm enjoying life, man. How about yourself? Oh, yeah, the same here. You know, I had the reason why I wasn't here is because I had a, a phone ap- appointment with my uh, physician, my pain management, you know, yeah. so I had to wait on it. And I didn't want to be on the line knowing I had an online call, you know, to be waiting for. So yeah. I just decided to just stay off. And then when they, after the thing, you know, after the appointment, you know, and that's where I heard the tail end of what she was trying to explain, which she needs help on her explaining shit. You know, you know, I'm yeah, actually her, you know, I'm, I, yeah, what's up? I think she has it in her computer. I think she has what's it in that? her computer. So it sounds like she, she should be gotten notes, I believe. I, I just gotten notes already. <laughs> no, that was off memory. <laughs> I'm not even sitting at the computer now. I'm, I'm actually sitting on the sofa. Um, but, well, you have which one of these? That was, that was freestyling. That was freestyle. I, and oh, I really, don't I really freestyle. Really, don't pay for that shit. I'll loan you some money to pay for. Find a different <laughs> yeah, way. Well, not well, I'm going to send you my cash app then, you bum. <laughs> so, so the thing is, the thing is, I wasn't too far off. I, I mean, you know. You was I'm way like, off, okay. like Rodney Dangerfield. You're way off. You're way off. Believe me. Well, I, I don't know when I, I, was talking. About, well, let me let me see where you were. If uh, did you hear about the bugs and uh, bees and his dream and shit? No, I didn't hear that shit. I came in on the oh. maybe the last nine thirty ish kind of shit. You know the the, oh, the yeah. uh, history moment. A history, okay. You know, I noticed Beckman was here. He came in, you yeah. know, at the tail end. He had some, from somewhere he got courage. Reese must have came on the show for a little while. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> superhero. So I see oh, that God. he had energy to come on here, and, and I see he immediately. He didn't say goodbye. He didn't say goodbye. He's probably still here. He said he was listening. Oh, he's, he's, he's doesn't Reese have a show right now? He's, no, that, uh, he's somewhere lurking. He's lurking in the wind. Like but Reese has another show right now. Reese has another show right now, right, on his station or something like that? Uh, During the third be, hour of power? It might be coming on at 11, our time. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, so they, um, they, you know, 
they they come on and come off. You know, it depends. You know, like I say, John Beckman must have found some energy to come on or the confidence to come on the show by, uh, you know, Reese must have been here. Yeah. You know, I see. Yeah, and then, and then John Beckman only lasted so long, too. You know. Bunch of fucking idiots. And then he, uh, I think he, he addressed Jay. He didn't talk to us idiots today. He, he, wanted, to, he wanted to talk to the sensible one, the one with the, uh, with the bankroll, I guess. I don't fucking know. It's role model something. But he, uh, he, he addressed Jay. He asked Jay some bullshit about. Jay was talking about. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. I heard him talk about Kanye. I mean, uh, Cornell West, you know, helping, you know, Cornell yes, West on the 30th. or something about, right, about some, about, you know, Jay talking about no, not no, right, no Democrat, no Republican, but the people's people, people's person. Mm-hmm. Kind of, he mm-hmm. mentioned uh, Cornell, you know, and that yeah. stuff, man, you know. August August thirtieth, he's gonna have a um, um, he's gonna have a get together for him to support him. The goal is thirty three hundred because that's the maximum. Thank you for jogging my memory. And I think I looked on the calendar. The thirtieth of August is a Wednesday. It's the last Wednesday of the month. This month. Yeah, over there at Charles School. Where is that over there? Grand High School. He said that he was. Is that there? Is that what you're talking about? There? I, yeah, yeah. Grand High School. Yeah. On the football field, really, yeah. And you want everybody yeah. to bring, bring your, bring your and uh, you, you put in there whatever you want. If you got dollar quarter, whatever you got, bring it. But back to the bring back it. to the job that made hand. Well, you know, look at this. Come on Yeah, I was checking. I was listening to it all. You know, man, I'm just at that point to where, man, I really don't give a fuck, man. I mean, I just can't be fooled with this shit no more, man. These motherfuckers are no good. The page needs to be turned in the in its judgment time. How long does how many more generations has to be born to be manipulated? By these fucking stupid white motherfuckers that's ruling this fucking place. How long? I mean, our eyes see it in this generation. It's been going on so fucking long, man. How many more generations got to see this shit before it changed? Opposed to saying, okay, this is the fact. This is a story. At some point, you got to turn the page on the story. And this is the time to turn the page, knowing that what you you got this political parties right now, people coming out trying to persuade to get your vote and shit. You see, Trump is getting support from his people, you know, even though he's going in the midst of being persecuted by his country. And he's still running for president and getting support. And not only getting support. He's the front runner against the opposition, giving him where the numbers are saying they're tied. Now, if he is getting indicted by the country where he's going to run a president, 
and he's leading one party and at a tie with the opposing party, what the fuck is going on? Number one, if he wins, that means the country that's indicting him, he he just kicked the shit out of them. And number two, if he if if uh he doesn't get indicted, how wrong is uh the motherfucking country for doing that to him? So how many more years people got to see this shit, man? How many? How how long before? Okay, it's not just about black people, but black people's eyes wake up and everybody else's eyes wake up. Why do, if you're not black, do you put up with this bullshit? You see your own people doing fucked up shit and you go along with it. And if you're not black, I mean, if you are black, why in the fuck do you continue to see and accept this shit? What in the fuck? Something's wrong with humanity. Something is wrong with the reasoning of people today, especially blacks. Either you don't have backbone or you just go accept it because that's the way it is. You know, I just don't get it. So when I, you know, that's what I was checking out when I tuned in, you know, and trying to get it right and then move on. You know, this is just what's in fuck, man, please. Is this what life is about? No. Is, you talk about corruption and stuff like that, right? And I, I told you that I'm sitting back watching it happen. The problem is the people on the band that the people power and coming together to free these four. But everybody might say this to me uh yesterday, uh they were talking about the Bible and they they were talking about self self preservation. And I said, Look, there's no need for self preservation. What we what do you self preservation what, what, what's going against you that you need to stand alone and just defend yourself? I said, even animals in the wild can kinda have to deserve life. So you sitting there running bars I'm, I'm talking that dumb shit Hey Charles Charles check this out I mean You got a beautiful tone You see real calm What you're saying sounds real But it's hard to hear you Your ambiance Begin, Might begin it out, begin it out. Yeah it's better But it sounds like Your surrounding noise Is overwhelming your You know your voice But yeah I hear you better Yeah I hear you That's better That's better yeah. So You know what was crazy is that when Jay King was talking earlier, and everybody was talking earlier about Trump, and no matter what they say, it's going to be good. Reese still had to come out there and always push the opposing side. This political game is all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Anytime you got a man who's sitting in front of the podium and can't speak, and the people still vote for him, what are they? What did he say that was so appealing to him that made him get back in office? The people voted back for him to cut off. He didn't say shit. He's corrupting himself. 
he's still evil. This system is evil. But until we understand that, and we understand that we need to change it, we we all be fucked up in our own way. And you got motherfuckers like Reese and Beckman coming over here with that bullshit. That stupid rhetoric talk about the other side. This shit, and no matter how many guys are telling that both sides are fucked up in their own way. They both got their own agenda. The political game is fucked up. And it's all about these motherfuckers putting more money in their pocket. If they would just get up and a regular check, it'd be cool. But no, they, they're involved in all kind of committees. And those committees need them to support them so they can keep getting their political dollars so they can run for office again. And so for some reason, we don't understand that when it comes to politics, a politics, that these motherfuckers all have their own gang van. Now, we don't know what gang van, because all we just think they're just state representatives, state senators, you know, we just think they're regular people. But they all got their own gang van. And they don't show those hands. We got to do the research to find out where they get their money from. And then find out the people who give them the money, what kind of shit they in. Let's let's take our own my my own mayor. She allowed some guy to give her a lot of money for funds so he could get a garbage a garbage pickup uh service going on, contact with her. And then this fool decided that I can't do two days a week. I could barely do one. And then he tried to get more money. So the city had to hire another garbage agency to help with the garbage. All for your politics. And this is crazy out here. And we gained nothing out of it. I hear people on the street, man, yeah, something you come back off so I can be a stimulus check again. Who you sound crazy? <laughs> They must have. They're going to give you one to pay your light bill. They're going to take us to fuck us all over again. Oh, shit. When is the election? When they start to uh, campaign and shit? Yeah, they're supposed to come up with another stimulus check or some bullshit because of the fucking equals, ecosystem. What you call it? Uh, the weather. The, uh, yeah, yeah, climate change shit, ecosystem and all yeah, that what? shit. Yeah, what? They're supposed, to throw, they're supposed to give you some money to pay your light bill and all kind of shit because uh, it's so fucking hot to watch. Yeah, watch. Bet my word on it. Right, right. I Just to you. throw you off, to throw you off of what's going on with this Trump and Biden bullshit. But you would have to clean house, man. All the congressmen and all the big-time motherfuckers Senators and shit, man, they own the fuck. They got uh, stocks of these pharmaceutical companies, generational wealth, man. It's like a machine, and they don't give a fuck about you and I. You and I. What's, what's absolutely crazy to me is that they're showing you 
that the people that are in office are old, decrepit, white, and <laughs> fucked up. Yet, right there. You, can't you still, yet the consensus <laughs> of the masses is this is the choice that you have. This is what you have to choose from. And this is all you get. Listen to that. So, let me ask and you, you watching how uh, old and feeble they are, and you can't even reason world. within yourself to say there has to be a change. This ain't right. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't beat, I don't dance to everybody, drum man. I, I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I beat my own drum, and I just ask God to just give me strength. Yes. Half the time, man, I'm not paying attention to the bullshit because I, I never really fucked with the system like that, man. I, everything I got, I got it on my own, my own motherfucking hustle, everything. And uh, what I learned from my sisters, now you can play the system. It's it's it's, it's a thin line because if, when you get caught, they'll send you to the penitentiary, but they. But white folks in the system, and I'm, I'm tired of talking about it being just the white folks. You got some niggas. I mean, you got some black African Americans that a Jew boy don't like your ass. I don't know why it's like that. But yeah, I wanted to say that. Yeah, the system, this big machine, is fucked. And if you ain't got the, the uh, resources to play in this system, you have to know how to play the system. You have to not make enough money. You have to use their resources to live plus your hustle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody got a little hustle in them. And I toil with it every day, man. And, uh, I don't see nothing other than God and my heart and my spirit that's right, because it's a it's a shitty game that 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 we're playing, and the masses, yes, but it's embedded in the it's embedded in the soil of our our, our fabric of who you are, who I am, and if you didn't get it, and if you ain't got it by now. You're living a fairy tale lie from the day that you graduated from high school and all that shit that they put in your head. Man, was a lie. The government, the local government, making it a requirement for you to graduate. Christa Columbus, roots, slavery, all of that shit, man was not to make you a better person or to give you a playing field like everyone else. But what are we playing for? Money, material things? Yes. Because stress, your money. You know, if your money funny, you stress. If your kids can't roll and feel comfortable, you want the best for your loved ones. Man. I don't know if we and that's can where, ever and catch that's up. Where, I don't know, you know if we can ever, ever catch up. You I don't know if we can ever fucking catch up. 
Right, but you came in talking. That's why you came in talking. You said you beat to your own drum. Now that's the whole purpose of why America was founded, because it was people that wanted to beat by their own drum. And some kind of way now, it's all about, like you said, the money. It's not about freedom of thought, freedom of thinking, making sure everybody is is respected as one human being. You know, it's all about now money. You know, that's where it's fucked up. See, because it's not all about money, making sure that the money, America's strong independently with the money, the money when you have people that's that's feeling like they don't have uh uh can beat by their own drum. If a person beat by their own drum, that they want to make sure they take away your drum stick. And if you want to beat with your hand, they they'll amputate you. And if you want to hum a beat, they'll censor you. All to not have you beat by your own drum, which is the foundation of this country, to have liberty, to be independent as an individual. You don't have that here. You you have an appearance like you're going to get it here, but as soon as you speak up for it, you better know the law to where you can get around to give statutes and references and presidents Thank you. for you to speak on how you want to speak. Because if you don't, they're you going to put too, you though. out there. They're going to set you out, up out there to be assassinated. <laughs> and that's the very thing that, that this country was founded on. And And like you say, Trump will give you a stimulus check, and that's what moved the people. You know, once do you again, know what money. Buck, but do you know what buck dancing? Do you know what buck dancing is, man? Tell me, what's buck dancing? Buck dancing is a shoe shine, boy. It's portrayed in the black. I mean, the African American way back in the day. You see, a shine nigga, a shine dude. They just sit around and everything that the white men say. Yes, sir, boss. Yes, sir, boss. Uh, and I can pretty much kiss ass. Oh, kickstand nigga. Yeah, it's exactly. new, yeah, kickstand exactly. nigga. Yeah. Man, you still have them in high places that look down upon you and I. You have them in the church. You have them in the police department. We have some people, man. That is detrimental to us and our success, but they look like you and I and sound like us, and they're they're just sneaky motherfuckers. So now, when you root out that white man and that whatever else going on out there, be careful of that one man. It, it's all in the church. It's all in the government. It's all in the police department. It's it's all up into congressmen, man. I don't. You know, <clears throat> Barbara Walters, man, and then you got some senators. Man, you you got some people right there in fucking uh, Sacramento, man. Man, 
the role models, your, 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 your congressmen and your, your leaders, they're fucked, man, and they've been fucked. Shit. Man, y'all had a black man there. What was his name, the black basketball player? What was his name? And why ain't you role model? If you don't like him, why ain't you a role sure. model? I am huh? in my community. I am. And I stand I for what I believe about, in. I hear you talking about the buck dancers. Nigga, be a role model. Y'all always, niggas always complain about this. I ain't complaining. We just having a conversation. I, nigga, I came in, I walked into you talking about the buck dancers. Yeah. You, have like, you, you better know how to. You, you I, in I, this in this game in this game. Hey, you better know how to do a little buck dancing. You better. Well, what you talking about the buck dance? All I'm saying is, I heard you talking about the. I heard you complaining about what's wrong. Do, do, nigga, I'm a complaining right. motherfucker. I'm a complaining motherfucker. I am a complainer. Mm-hmm. I learned to. Yeah. I learned to get something. You gotta complain. I, I, you know what? And, and well, I learned to get way, something done. You got to. I learned to get something done. You got to do it. That's what I learned. If it's something you right. want to get well, done, you... shit, nigga, go do it. That's how I'm I get done. Complaining goes with it. Complaining goes with it. You put in a complaint. Complaining don't. It's called a complaint. Complaining don't mean shit to me. I know. A, I know a bunch of motherfuckers that complain. They don't get shit done. Get it done. I'd like to add complaint. I, with I don't concern myself with the buck dance. Because the buck dance ain't in my purview. We ain't even friends like that. I concern myself with people that are like me, that want to that want to do it, get it done, make it happen. That's what I'm I'm in I'm in the Let's get it done. Let's make it happen, shit. Oh yes, that's that's first foremost. That that's that's that goes along with the complaining. You gotta you gotta recognize it. You know, I I, I you know people say complain, and it'll make you think it's bad to complain, but it, you know, complain complaining gets shit accomplished. It is bad. How I see it. Right. I'm doing something. I think I'm doing it. I'm doing something. I know exactly. So I say don't complain. Recognize. I recognize what it is, and then I figure out a way to make what I want to happen happen. But I recognize what it is. I recognize the systemic nature that we live under. I recognize it. But I, but I got to make something happen. The premise of all this, Jay, since you're just walking in on how it all started, is how each generation just continues to see the same thing happening generation after generation. And us being the now, really, the the elders or somewhere in there, that generation, to say that this shit has it has to be more than a change. I said the page has to be turned because 
recognizing that, you know, what's been going on for generation after generation, there hasn't been any change on the part of the one you're complaining to, in my mind. That's why I don't complain. That's why I make something happen. That's why I don't concern myself with complaining. Because ain't nothing, complaining ain't never made nothing happen. What made something happen for me is when I got up off my ass and did it, recognizing that everything that's in front of me is going to be in front of me anyway. It's up to me to decide how I'm going to maneuver and, uh, and, and calculate my movement forward. Because the game ain't for me. The game ain't set up in my favor. The game is against me. I know it. I know that I have to be ten times better to be equal. I already know it. So I don't walk into it complaining about it because I already know what it is. And what it is is a low-down feeling, what it is from left to right. Rock steady. Let me ask you this real quick. Let me ask you this real quick. Fred, Fred, let me say this because, you know, it's ping-pong-like. That's why in my soul, I'm a abolitionist. I'm I'm from abolish it. It's continuing, continuing with all the complaining, and with all the getting shit done. After you do complain, it's still here. So my reasoning is it needs to be abolished. That's my word of the day: abolished, like an abolitionist. You had abolitionists in this country. We know what I know what an abolitionist is. I know you want to abolish it, but it, you, right. Um, I'm like I'm like Frederick Douglass. I'm like I'm like those to abolish it for 400 plus years. Um, doers been doing it for 400 plus years, irrespective of where we were. What's your question, Fred? What, what have if they you done? were going to invest five thousand dollars or something uh, at this point right now, what would it be uh, that would turn you a residual amount? within the next 10 or 15 years? I would invest in Amazon, Tesla, or Google, or Apple. Five okay. stocks. If you right now, if you got $5,000, I think Amazon is at 127 or something like that. So that's 1200 so you could buy almost 40 shares. And I would say I would abolish it because you have right now Apple, Amazon, and all those people that are that you're investing in going in right now that's participating in this war because you had Putin, the, the, the general for Putin turned against Putin and said, I'm going to run this shit. I started this gangster shit, and now him and Putin came back together because Putin said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you go into Africa. I'm going to make these deals with Africa now. So all these resources that's going to make this nation wealthy like Apple, Amazon, and shit like that because it's all about the money. I'm going to go lock that part in, and I'm going to go uh, corral Africa right now. And then we go win this war right here, hey Fred. you know, with Africa. Fred. See, you don't want to hear that part. You don't want to hear it. Yeah, Fred, yeah. It's, you, it's, asked it's me what, you, you asked me what you, what you invest $5,000 in 
for it to be worth some money in five, ten years from now, right? Yeah. I just told you what to do, okay? Uh-huh. Just an NIO, which is a, a a Chinese car company, but China is just it's iffy. But uh, but right now it's back on the rise again. So you could have bought it at nine bucks, eight bucks a few weeks ago. It's now sixteen bucks. So you you know so you could have if you would have bought that you could have bought one hundred, two hundred, three hundred. You could have bought about four hundred shares of that for five thousand dollars. And if you're the 500 shares for $500, if you had bought 500 shares of that just a month ago uh, when it was $9, your 500 shares would be worth about $8,000 right now. And you could have sold half of them, put $4,000 someplace else, and have $4,000 in your, in, you know. In, uh, so what's the first step uh, in getting in the market? Do you need a broker? Or do you need? No. Are you? Uh, how do, you um, are you, do you know what? Do you know what? Um, I'm going to send you a link to Robinhood. Okay. Okay. It's a very easy link to use. We have uh, free meetings every first and third Wednesday from seven to nine p.m. and we help you, help guide you through it. It's an easy app to use. Okay. Okay. Uh, Good. Yeah, yeah. Right. The ironic thing about this, the whole conversation started about how it was about the country was founded on beating by your own drum. The people, the 13 right. colonies wanted to beat by their own drum, and yet what took it over was the money. Now you brought that up, Fred. Now you getting into the money. The same ones, the Amazon, the well, same because people. Because it takes money, Fred, to live All in right. the world. Well, and, uh, and so... And, and at, so let me ask you a question, um, Kente. When you work, do you Thank work you. Can you ask free? me a question? <laughs> yeah, do you well, work for free is, or do you, do you work for money? Well, I am employed to get paid. I expect to get paid because I'm doing work, yes. But investing, so, no, I'm not about investing. So do you work, I'm not about so do you work for free? Do you work for free? I work for pay. Equal work, equal pay. So that's what I work for. I, like, I work to get paid. I, yeah, you, that's right. You work for money. You get paid money. So I work to get paid. However, I, work, I can get I can get commodity. I do work for money, and then I also make my money work for me. And when my money works for me, it can work a lot home, lot longer, and harder for me than I can. Because my money doesn't have to sleep. So while I'm sleeping, my money is working because I'm invested in the market. So my money is always generating money. And for that, I'm not ashamed. I don't feel bad. I'm happy. I wish other people of color would do the same. Um, A lot of people that talk a lot of shit about what the world is and isn't, they participate in that same world. They participate in that same commerce. But they talk about the world as though they're separate from it when they're, they're just as embodied in it as you and I. So the only time I'm going to listen to somebody who talk about the world and what it is and what it ain't is when it's somebody 
who is not part of the matrix, who isn't embedded, even if slightly, who doesn't own a cell phone, who isn't on social media, who uh, who doesn't work um, because they don't believe in the system. There are people like that that are completely off the grid. Now, I respect them, and I understand what they say because they mean what they say, and they say what they mean. But when I hear people talk about the system, what it is and what it ain't, how it works and how it don't, but they in it, I don't really listen to. But that doesn't make what they're saying wrong. It's just that you choose not no, to listen it, to them because no, what, right? Because what what, makes, what, well, what, what, if it's what ping it pong, me, Jay, can I say something? What, you asked me a question. What it shows me is that those people are just talking heads. They don't live by the conviction they speak about. Go ahead with your ping pong. Well, the thing is, you ask you asking about investing. It's, it's, it's about no, I don't invest. I work. Absolutely, I work. Even if I, even if I was to work for the person that is off the grid, I still expect to get paid right. from you that work person that's system, off the grid. But, 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 but no, the but, same but, system that I, you call a criminal, the same system that you call a criminal, you're involved in it. So you can't call it a criminal and and be an accessory to the crime. Well, what I do is work, Jay. How am I involved? I'm not investing in it. Because because you help by working in this capitalistic system that you say is a criminal to other parts of the world, you are, in fact, supporting the system. All what the I am, I'm a stagehand. I am a stage. What I do is help you take you your taxes, equipment. You, you, you pay federal and state taxes. You, um, and that's where that's where that's where abolishing. So so what you're saying is it'd be better yeah, you, if I but, just but become you, but, if I become a full fledged so revolutionary. Why, why would they abolish it? Why would they abolish it when the abolitionist is participating in it? You're the abolitionist. Why would that? That's like saying get rid of slavery but owning slaves. You can't. Well, no, I'm not talking about. Well, the thing is, Jay, yeah, you talk you about investing. The same one that you want to abolish this system, but you support the absolutely. system. Absolutely, no, I don't. That support you want to, that you want to abolish. No, I don't support the system. I go on record saying yeah, that right now. Yeah, you do when you work so, in the system. But by being a worker <laughs> in the system, <laughs> I'm a, you help keep. I work for who strong. I want to work for. Uh, Jay, that's right. I, if in you, the if you, if you're entertain, well, if you're an entertainer which you are, and you need some help setting up your mics, putting up your video stage and all that shit, I will help you. I can say, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't have to. I don't, I'm not, I'm not uh, bound by any corporation. I'm an independent no, person. No, the point, the, the point is this, that you work for the system. So if you want the system to die, if people want the system to die, they have to stop working for the system. That's what kills the system. As long as the system has have people complaining about it, but working inside it, the system's going to always exist. All I do is pay the taxes because you got to you live in the land. You abide by the That's laws right. of the land. Right. That's right. But you still can. But, you still, but so by abiding by <laughs> so, but but you talk about the you talk about the laws of the land, and then 
and then you live within them. That's yeah, all I'm saying. pay tax. Well, really, I don't pay taxes. What they do is they garnish me. I let them come and get well, it. I ain't paying. Yeah, exactly. you come and get it. Garnish me on my check. Then you take it out. You do the paperwork, and you garnish me. Take it. It's your money. I don't think you. you I don't it. think you. I don't, I don't think you understand the concept, and so and I, that's what. But that's what. Well, what you're saying is what. You, what you ask me is, do I pay taxes? And you know, but do I buy? No, no, sir. So I not, pay taxes. That's not. It has nothing. It has nothing to do with taxes. What I'm saying well, is, you said you everything do our that work you do. And I, so I can't. Yeah. I can't. I don't talk against the system because I'm in it. I'm in the system. I get a check from the system. Well, Martin Luther King talked system. against the system, and he was in it. That's right, but but Martin Luther King, and that's why he stopped talking against it. That's why, and once he started talking about economic empowerment, they killed him. Because well, once he got to talking about, about how once he got to complaining about what America was doing in the wars when they killed him. No, no, when he started well, talking about when he started talking about economics. When he started talking about economics, they um, uh, that's when that's when he had when he started when he right when he t- when he started enhancing people's awareness to about their money and, and what the government do, is doing to keep them from making money. Then they yes they killed him for that as well. But the reason why they really got rid of him. Is because he set up and said what America is fucked up doing in the war. Uh, right he after he said it, he got killed. It wasn't no, well, it wasn't, no, it wasn't a change. He started talking about civil rights, and then once he started talking about economics, he said once he started talking he about said, human rights. No, he got to talk about human said, rights. Okay. No, it wasn't. No, he always talked Man. about human and civil rights. It wasn't until he started talking about economics that he became a threat, and that's when they killed him. And he said it. He said, I spent all my time fighting for human and civil rights when I should have been talking about economics. And when he went to Memphis to fight for those workers and he started talking about economics, that's when they killed him. But you but don't take well, my word for it. You, in can, his, in his, you can well, I listen to his speech. You can Google it. It, it was the mountaintop, and, right? Right, and he spoke against the Vietnam War. He said, no, he and already, that's why he said he's always been. Okay. Uh, right. Go read about it, Kente. You'll find out that I know what I'm talking about. He'd always spoken against the the the, the Vietnam War. He'd always spoken against uh, the treatment of people of color and poor people. He'd always spoken about civil and human rights. What he hadn't spoken about was economic rights. And once he brought up economics is when they killed Jay, when they but, had to sit in and the bus stop with Rosa Park, wasn't that economics when it, when it was about the garbage? No. Is it no, that, no. That's that not was, about economics? That was civil. It was No, that was civil rights. That was not economics. Well, that was the civil rights. And what he talked about was, number one, the civil rights of a human being to be able to sit anywhere he or she wants on a bus, irrespective of what color they were. And it had an economic impact on the city. And that's why they said you can sit anywhere you want to on the bus now. And they, uh, and they allowed them to sit. And, and this is where he 
this is where he learned that he made a bad mistake when um, instead of creating our own economic structure, we went right back to riding the bus as opposed to saying, you know what, we're not riding the bus no more, even if you let us sit where we want to sit. We, 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 we have our own transportation system and, and, and really put that transportation system in place where it could work and work out for everybody. They didn't do, they didn't do that. And once he realized that from an economic standpoint, he had not strengthened his people and he started talking about economics, that's when he became dangerous. Well, that's in your opinion. In my opinion, no, that's is when he got to talking about world politics. Well, well that's in my he opinion. He was always that's, that's my I know, opinion. Right. And you know, you that's, can tell. it was more, and that's what. And that, my and that, and that my was, opinion is based in fact. Yours is based in weed and how you feel. Well, it was based on him, on the meeting with him and Malcolm X as well. His, his enlightenment has be, was opening up. His lens was opening up. And when and you, when he spoke on what was happening, he compared it to Rome and America. He talked about the fall of America. He talked about the fall of America, and that's when he said, "I might not get there with you." Amen, Kente. We as a people. Well, you know, I mean, I'm I'm just saying what I, you know, you know what? Now now I know you're. Now I know you're on the right track. Preach it, Kente. Man, stop, man. This is some serious shit, man. Stop it. Tell him, Kente. God damn it. Um, what you, you think? Up, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not telling up. anyone anything. All I'm doing is right. like, like Fred said, beating by my own drum. That's right. Speaking, That's right. Beat by your witness. own drum, Kente. I'm. I'm a witness in this world. All I'm doing. All I have is eyes. My eyes are the windows to the world, and what I see is what I see. I don't. Right I'm, on, not, man. I'm not. I'm not on the money tip. I mean, yeah, it's good to have the money and this and that, but even Jesus Christ himself said, give Caesar what Caesar's. Fuck that money. You know, right. this is about the kingdom. This is about the kingdom. Preach, and, you know, for, for, people, for people to be fighting about, once again, what he said, meat and drinking in about what the, if you eat meat and if you don't eat meat. He said, how in the fuck this is about if you eat meat and you don't eat meat. If you don't eat meat, don't offend your brother that eat meat because the goal ain't about if you eat meat or don't eat meat. The goal is That's right. about the Tell kingdom. Him, That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that ain't about that. This shit is all fucked up, man. Now you got America who jumping on the roster tip about being vegan. Now they call it pescatarian. Like Potter just said, I'm a pescatarian. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a this. I'm a that. Putting you as an elitist. What that does is it makes you an elitist just by the same. If you speak from a thesaurus, if you speak from a dictionary, then they separate you. You're in a different caste system. You might as well go put a dot on your, your forehead to, to recognize what where you stand in society based upon your your education. It's all fucked up. It's fucked up if you uh, if about your education. It's fucked up about your economics. It's fucked up about your religion. It's fucked up, period. Amen, Kente. You know, 
Tell them, Kente. So, right. So, so the whole point of it is to abolish this shit. Who's to say I'm right, right and I'm wrong? That's all I'm saying. Hey, man, brother, I'm with you. No, you ain't. You ran me away. You just as equivalent as Putin. I'm with you, Kente. Tell him what's going no, on, man, in this no, world. No, no, no. You have no, the truth, no. my brother. No, well, I had the truth about uh, when you had me over there in Poland, about to take over Poland. Tell him the truth, Kente. Preach it, brother. Yeah. Came in trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but, but it's, it's a trip how right now the one who was fighting with Putin in Russia rebelled against him, and now Putin gave him back his position because Putin is going into Africa now. They got a, they're going into Africa, and they want to take over the minerals, the same things that you invest in the Amazon and the Tesla, all need Africa. That's why China is, is coming back up, because of what they're doing in Africa, because that's where the resources are. If it wasn't for the resources there, this fucking NASDAQ and and stock exchange wouldn't be shit. It wouldn't be a motherfucking thing. That's what it's all about. So they still robbing Mother Africa. And they continue to rob Mother Africa. And that's what I'm here for, to chant down Babylon until the breath of my life is taken away. That's my purpose. That's all it is. Ain't nothing, you, can't, you can't debate it. You can't say I'm wrong. Generation through generation, I'll chant it down until I have no breath of life within me. That is my purpose. I'm not with it. I don't want to be with it. No. Not at hi, all. Hi, hi, Kente. Hi, hi, Kente. Preach it, brother. <laughs> Can't <laughs> tell you there. Are you there? Well, Ali, well, Ali, I know it was fucked up that you got me off your show about cussing, and then you come on this show and you started cussing even more than you ever did after you. It's almost you became a reprobated mind. Preacher, can't say. Tell him the truth, uh, my ultimate, brother. Uh, ultimate hypocrite. Right on, my brother. Amen. Well. Speak it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. I love Can I get an amen from the congregation? Brother Kente is preaching, y'all. Can I get an amen? I don't, well, not a, I'll give you a salah. salah. Put your dollars and quarters right here in this basket right here. I'm passing it off for Brother Kente. Donate to the brother. No, I don't ask for a donation. I don't ask for your money. <laughs> <laughs> The Lord has the Lord has opened up a path for me not to even trip on the money part. That part right on, Kente. Taken care of. Well, you might as well walk in. Ain't no need to put no gas in that car you be driving. You might as well just take off walking. Well, if you notice, I walk a lot. Yeah, keep walking, brother. Ain't nothing wrong with walking. Don't even think about the cars no more and petrol. Just get on and get outside, put your shoes on, and track out, my brother. 
Mm-hmm. Why? Why should I do that, Ali? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like that, nigga. <laughs> So you got no to say you like it, the petrol. Like you don't see nothing wrong with it, huh? No, why should I, I do it? I mean, you said, why, why should I do it? I don't you know, man. I'm telling you, man, you know, in. you said you don't like the money. You, you ain't got nothing to do with the money part of it. Then you need to just go on walk. Don't even think about the car when you leave the house. I just said I didn't <laughs> like the money. My function is not about the money. Okay, we don't I'm need you driving no cars, man. Save the money, man. Let's let's let us see how you really is. Don't buy no more clothes. Don't buy no more gas, nigga, and no more food. Preach it, brother. Tell them how it is down in Sacramento. Well, I was a known bike rider here. I used to get along with the bike a lot. So and so walk. what? So now, so Ali, you won't. You got him turning into little little baby Jesus. Little baby Jesus is his name, J. King. Preach it, brother. Now we don't know what he's doing. Do he grow? Do you grow? Hallelujah. Oh, Ali, Ali is here for the ratings. Make sure. Ratings, it is, my brother. God bless you. <laughs> the Lord be with you, Kente. Every time you puff, the Lord is with you. No, it's not when I puff; it's when I exhale. When I send up my, when I send the smoke up to God. When I send the incense to the heavens after the puff, it's when I exhale. It's not when I inhale. It's what I exhale. Because that's what's going to the heavens. The exit. for clarifying. Well, it has to be clarified to those that don't know. It's not the inhale, it's the exhale. I wasn't aware. Two parts of it, the inhale and the exhale. A lot of people still inhale. <laughs> Because they don't know how to be a patriot of exhale. Mm-mm. I hear Lavis high in turn signal. You, you, you can hear my Probably turn signal. Probably a Mercedes. Probably yeah. an old school nope. Mercedes. <laughs> high, high in. Sound like, it, sound like it's a turn signal. Not a Mercedes. That's a, that's a broke leg signal. That means the nigga can't move his leg. <laughs> no, that's not what that means, Ali. That means that if you're turning a certain, either left or right. Now, the reason why you don't know that is because your shit probably don't work. But in cars, <laughs> the shit works. This is a left turn signal or right turn signal. I think you're that's turning left. Are you turning yeah. left right now or are you, are you turning right? Which way is it? You got a brain brain. I guess what? He's a motorcycle to come so he can run him over. <laughs> Jay, I like that song. The the one the the one the other Spasa Nova. Your shit is it comes in good time. That uh. Baby, let's dance tonight. Yeah, I like that one, man. That was it was good to hear. You like that? 
I, I bet she don't know what the song means. I bet she don't know what the meaning of the song is. Well, I know it had I want you in it. So it must have been about no. something that he wanted. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely something. But I just wondered if you could guess what the something is. Not being vulgar. Just saying. You can't even guess yeah. what you said five oh, no. minutes ago. Your memory's so fucked up. Why are you so, going to well, try and have me ago. guess what it is? Yeah, you can't Five remember. Ago. I asked you, ask you to give a synopsis of and and Ali. She talked about your word of the day, which I thought was a good word, which was shat. She thought I wasn't gonna be able to figure out what the fuck you meant by saying shat. You know, I know you I said, know. What the fuck was it? No, you didn't. Why is she you mentioning my word of the day? Seem like seem like she jealous. J King ain't giving her enough work over wow. here on Kings in the wow. morning. That's not it. That's not it. She's trying to make her me. way into everything. First she wanted to rap on the song. Now she wanna do the word today. <laughs> I I yeah, I still I still wanna I still wanna do that. And um I haven't received the track. Everybody else got it but me. I mean, I'm just saying, like I I never received my copy. Well going to, you got the yeah. third hour of power. You could have been spitting it the whole you're time. You're gonna fuck around and get fired, you're gonna get fired real quick if <laughs> you can't keep notes. God damn, you're still giggling. Keep on fucking giggling. <laughs> yeah, you over here, you got all this on funny. the third hour of power. You got all this free time. You never shot any bars about rapping on that. You never just came out and said, I need, I need, I need, I need the track so that I can practice. Now, no, I have, you need some I have lyrics. Written, what are your lyrics? What are your I lyrics? I have lyrics. I have written, I have written well, lyrics. I have written a response to the song. I've done that well, as well. I just need the track for, you know, my bagel bars. That's what I need. Well, no, all what? you need to do is recite your lyrics right now. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I need a track. Everybody else got an email. <laughs> I'm going to go check now. Maybe maybe he sent it. You know what I mean? Maybe he did. Maybe I just overlooked it. <laughs> he ain't sent you shit. My email, email is, my email is Crosley, C-R-O-S-S-L-E-Y. Frederick, F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-K, the number nine at gmail.com. We need a conversation record as well. Jay said that he was going to email me uh, some information, and we need to uh, set up a uh, meeting in reference to health, not health insurance, life insurance. We need to talk to him about his function that he's getting ready to do, and if we can sell water and T-shirts as a nonprofit or whatever, have you? Shit, I got to get all this together here. And uh, you, you, know, you got to reinvent yourself, man. There's all kinds of That's shit. Right. That's right. That you guys are plugged and in tune to. And Ali over there, that motherfucker. You got braids, man. You know anybody that can braid? You can become a vendor. <laughs> You got any little pamphlets you want to hang out with with some American uh, cultural weed? Or... Yeah, check this out, oh. you motherfucking low life, no life ass, fat finger ass nigga. Because you ain't got shit cracking in Texas, nigga. Now you want to see what we doing down here. Bring your punk ass back down here and get some Frito Lays, nigga. Wow. 
Of nigga, now, always trying to talk about what we doing and shit. Because we ain't out there that high ass Texas class. with your punk ass. We need to do a class on health care in order to serve food and keep it at the right temperature. Come on, man. Nigga, ain't nobody going to class with you, nigga. You be in the back of the goddamn back of the class, nigga, eating everybody's chips while they learn it. All up in the kids' uh, uh, lunch pails and shit. King Fred ain't eating. I know the child's lunch pail. Oh, my God. As a matter of fact, I'll be passing out lunch next week and crossing the kids' out. But I'll also be able to participate here on the show. What what you going to have in the lunch pack? What kind of food you going to have in there, Fred? No, actually, I work in the cafeteria and, uh, you know, just kind of help out the kiddos, you know, the, the little ones open their uh, fruits and vegetables. I think it was so they fired his ass for drinking all the chocolate milk and shit. As a matter of fact, I don't have those habits anymore. As a matter of fact, I'm not eating the milk and cereals and shit. I'm, 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 Congratulations, I'm noticing, I'm noticing you mentioning with emphasis about them jellies and syrups and shit that you're trying to get away yeah. from. Yeah. He can't. That nigga's a jelly-eating motherfucker. That nigga mad because he's stuck in Texas. Ali, Ali, do you eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? No, I don't eat peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I eat peanut butter, but not jelly. And I get all natural peanut butter straight from the peanut. We crush them but, so and melt them down right so there you, at the machine. So you, a peanut a peanut butter sandwich it isn't evil enough for you. You, you sound too evil <laughs> to eat those kind of sandwiches. You got to eat a nice sandwich. You got to get a little nice. You eat peanut, eat butter, peanut butter and banana sandwich. I don't know. Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Brisket and liquid eat nigga. Uh-huh. He on some nuts. It just don't be on peanuts. <laughs> Jay King, Jay King, gonna start looking like Stephen A. He keep eating them brisket. <laughs> How is King Stephen? And if you don't, if you don't stop eating them nuts, you gonna start sounding like Robert Redwine. You know what, Big Donald? I wasn't even fucking with you, nigga. But I seen you on that video, and when you, and when you put that motherfucking cigar in your mouth, it looked like a sausage link, nigga. You look like a sausage link that you was putting in your mouth on that video. It's, it was lit, so sausages don't light up like that. I get it. Yeah, they do. But just because you like your kind of sausage, you, you like, like to eat yours on fire, like nigga. Assorted, just because you like assorted nuts in your mouth, it's okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I seen that big-ass motherfucking dick. I seen that big dick you put in your mouth last night, nigga, and, and lit it on fire. <laughs> you did say you like natural peanuts in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's all right. I think you got your crew over here, J. King. You and Big Fat Charles. No, no, I just said you said that you like that. Mm -hmm. I know you're over there recruiting niggas. I'm not recruiting anybody. You over there recruiting. Let me hear the the turn signal again, nigga. You went left when you should have made a right. 
<laughs> we understand you go outside and pick the nuts that you like the best and bring them home. I get it. Wow. It's cool. Y'all, third hour of power. <sighs> Your head was kind of too big for the camera, Big Charles. You, you might want to get a movie screen next time. <laughs> oh, I do have a big head. I, look, but look, don't worry about how big my head is. You, you worry about how big these nuts are. But you can't have these nuts. Go get, the, get your own. Hey, Big, Big Charles, what did you think about the fight? Did you have Crawford or did you have Spence? It didn't look something didn't look right about the fight, Jay. I, I gotta say, it, one motherfucker was like, I don't like he was punching a punching bag that he never punched before and he can't punch. But I tell you I'm what, gonna tell you, somebody was a te- Let me ask you a question. You how somebody technician you think? Work for one eye, right. another eye to your nose. Well, I think Spence got a payday because he knew that you know he he was in two accidents, and um, you know, in the last in the, what a year and a half, two different accidents, car accidents, you know, um, one with his et- retina was detached mm-hmm. yep. and, you know, and then know reattached. That. Yeah. And then, you know, and if you notice, there was a few times when he punched at something that wasn't even there, you know, so it made me think, hmm, what's going on with him? You know, if this, was this his payday? You know what I mean? So you think it was a, it was a goodbye, you going to pay you good and this is it? Huh? I said, you think that was his final mm-hmm. moment? Do you believe that was his yeah, final think, moment fight? I think so. You think that was that? So, so what you're trying to say, Jay? You're trying to say that it, it looked like six eyes was fighting? <laughs> oh, um, to some degree, yeah. To some degree, yeah. I think, um, I think he basically fought, you know, to to get that money. Because he knew, you know, that, you know, I mean, because just the way he was punching, it was like he was overreaching. Like, I was like, why be punching like that? Like, he couldn't see. It was very strange. Yeah, six eyes trained him for this fight. (laughs) How horrible. Such a mean group of people. That nigga is something else, boy. He just run out. You, you know, you're, uh-uh. in you're in collusion, Lavis. You are in collusion. Uh-uh. Jay, was it yeah. you that I heard him? I heard the info that he had got in a car accident, or was that heard heard it on the news? So he, what, what yeah, it he, is, he, he had he got. It's been two car accidents. He only fought right, twice in the suffered, last four years. Right, and he suffered an eye accident. I mean, in the accident, he suffered yeah. an eye problem. Yeah, the, and the, he had to cash retina. in. Right, right. And so they said he really couldn't see. You know, they said oh, maybe really? he really couldn't see, wow. and then he had to cash in. He had to cash in on the big money fight. 
because it was going yeah, you know, if you come out that he couldn't, you know, he can't see, so it wouldn't, you know, he was going to decline anyway because of that. So when you just wow. said he can't see, look like he couldn't see, you know, that's the same thing that they were saying that, uh, you know, on in the news. I guess I thought it was you that said that, but I guess it was the news that said that. Now you just saw that too or said the same thing. Well, well, everybody knew he had got a detached retina because people said he wasn't going to be able to fight after the accident. But but they said that he could, that he was able to fight, that he would be able to fight. Yeah. I'm going to go watch it on YouTube. I heard you can, you can download it on YouTube or it's on YouTube. Yeah. All right, I'm going into a meeting, you guys. I got to go. Okay. He, he really couldn't fight, so they said, he had a, they, they said he had a weed accident. Shit just flew everywhere. You know, Nuggets was going this way. Shake was going the other way. The lighter was flying. Nigga had a serious weed accident, Kente. Did you see the fight, Ali? <laughs> yeah, I saw it right here on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah? Ooh. Yeah. I'm about to watch it You can download it right here. Yeah, I'm about to watch it on my phone. See if you can watch it on YouTube. Well, I don't know if you can watch it because you got to get a a snitchy a smitchy poo app, and I don't think you got that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what else can you get on a snitchy poo app? Forget Big, you. Big Fred is selling them. Big Fred selling them for twenty nine ninety nine a pop. Wow. Everything for sale. Everything for sale, partner. Everything. Not everything, King Fred. Oh, shit. You know, the price is probably going to come and Deductions, King Fred. Oh, no. I didn't say say you was for sale. I I didn't do that. That old shit. I say, I everything fell over here. She's trying to tell you that Mm -hmm. you take it like that. That's all. She said you say that. But, you know. Yeah, shit, last week we went in, she went to talking and shit, and you told her, no, that ain't what he said, that ain't what he meant, but you'd have gave it up. <laughs> I did, I did yeah. a little better this it, time. I did a little better. I didn't a, ask was, you what you meant. No, no, wait a minute now. We're going to go all the way back verbatim. It was the threesome. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was. The, the three-way. Yeah. The three-way, that's what it was. Oh, <laughs> shit, I'm old. Three-way. Yeah, that's yes, what it that's was. Correct. <laughs> she was giving, she was giving up was. that ass. She was giving up that ass for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened last Friday. Yeah. Yeah, it happened every Friday. She gave out she gave out everything for free. That's why she ain't got no more food now. She gave it all the way. <laughs> Mary? Is Mary is Mary there? Is Mary well, there? She didn't say goodbye. So please, please, please don't. Please don't. We don't want that Stop big that. motherfucker. To Leave that motherfucker right where she at with her big old funky ass. Cuddle, how many times I sister got to tell you she'd have made adjustments? The size that you remember, <laughs> that was another day, not today. 
Nick, nigga, I'll put you on mute. A big motherfucker's a big motherfucker, period. She lost the motherfucker 20 pounds, and she thinks she done lost some weight. That bitch got over a large stomachs and intestines and all kind of shit in her legs. How the fuck she's skinny? That's a nasty-looking motherfucker. Look like Jabba the Hubbard. Teeth all yellow and shit. That's why Reese left. He trying to be cool about it because she threatened to kill that nigga. Oh my god! Yeah, sitting over here talking about that big fat you funky nasty. You already know. Every time you do that, you go amp him up. You ask for that. <laughs> that's her problem. See, always trying to bring folks up and shit with her snitching ass. I didn't bring up our sister Mary. I didn't even you know that. You always try to asking. speak on who's here and who ain't here. <laughs> I didn't even do that. You don't know who the hell's okay, here? Okay, okay, I spoke on it. You're right, you're right. I said she's probably at work. She didn't say goodbye. All right, you get that part. That's the only part you're getting, though. But you can take these deductions with you. How about that? Nigga, ain't nobody worried about no big-ass girl. Only Fred <laughs> worried about it. That's man, that I, ain't more, I ain't been more sudden that woman than a man on the moon. Man, nah, you, you want to pick that big old motherfucker up because your hands is big <laughs> and you want to hear a big bitch talk. Uh, oh I, just to, I just want to get you going. Somebody's married oh. here. I'm going to send you a picture of that rat-looking bitch. Every time you come on here and hear that bitch, you're going oh to start crying. <laughs> Nasty-looking oh. motherfucker. Oh. Anything reach out, reach out, motherfucker. That nigga going to go with anything. The coochie might have been good, bro. Any coochie good to that nigga. He got craters all in his face, and plus he's trying to be white. Ain't nobody throwing that nigga no pussy. He's a trying to be white. Yeah, trying to be white. Well, nobody wants that nigga. Not even the white girls. <laughs> you see what kind of white girl he had? A white girl that thought she was black. <laughs> Next thing you know, snitchy, snitchy poo. It's going to be acting like she white. You already accused me of being white. Yeah. But that's okay. I'll, I'll get to you in just in just one moment. Right now, I'm on the that's 504. Why, that's why Kente fires you from the mothership, because there ain't no white folks allowed on the mothership. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so you go 504. All right. All right, then. Let's see here now. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We just don't have to act anymore. One moment. <sighs> I tell you. What? What? Because <laughs> you, you talked about cookies. Because you brought up cookies. I was inappropriate. <laughs> there you go. What cookie? There you go. I, he brought cookies. He, he didn't say about no cookies. You did. It's in the archive. What do you think? I can prove it to you <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It'll be live right now. <laughs> I can't prove it right now. <laughs> <sighs> I ain't do nothing. I ain't nah. do nothing. 
Team France, who? What happened? What happened? What you mean, what happened? It, it's all right. Two, five, four. <laughs> you going to see what happens. you going to see what happens. One moment, please. One moment. There you go. Booyah, as they say in the old country. Mm-hmm. Cutting up. I just want to uh-huh. get you going. Okay. Don't, don't be trying to steal my wording and shit. You ain't come up no, with that. No, I know. No, that's okay. Let me pay you for it. Let me pay you, you for it. Not a problem. I'm about to pay you for it. I'm about to pay you right now. Keep the tip. You can't pay me. I, I blocked your number. You can't fuck with me no okay. more. Oh, yeah? All right, then. Yeah. Yeah, I done blocked your number. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. <laughs> you will never hear from me again. You never hear from me again. <laughs> Not through the phone. You just hear. I block. I block my phone like that. That's okay. I'm gonna be on no kickstands on Saturday. I'm hit, I'm calling in on no kickstands. I'm gonna kick it on no kickstands. I'll be kicking it. You might be yeah. listening, but you, you won't get in. I'm pressing the one. Hey. I don't care. The, the one don't ever get in. On no kicking, you just be a one pressing motherfucker. Uh-uh. You used to answer for King Levi. I ain't answering for you. <laughs> I ain't answering for you or nobody. You might, you, might know, you might answer. You might not know. You might not know what number. I might call from life. I don't number. answer and for no number. You don't know. know what number you call. It, it, the phone don't get answered. <sighs> That's right. You, you, no big Fred, no big ass Charles can call over there. All I'll three of you up. motherfuckers. <laughs> Awesome. Well, you said if Lathis call, he get he get in. We gonna three with no, Lathis line. I ain't letting Lathis ass in no more either. I ain't fucking with him either. <laughs> oh man. That that motherfucker is he's an instigator. I can't fuck with him. <laughs> no kickstands, no call, no live callers. No nothing. Look, you ain't lying. He's instigating shit. All yeah, I know he do. It's true. He didn't get nowhere on no kickstand. Matter of fact, he's a kickstand nigga. We can't fuck with him. <laughs> he's cutting up. Oh, my God. Anybody, ain't nobody scared of laughing. Oh, God. Nigga, ain't nobody scared of little bitty ass light skin lather. Shit. See, you see. That nigga, I didn't took heat from that nigga before. Ain't scared of no goddamn lathers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you come here busting. I tell you, I bet you we all get, we all fall silent. We all care. Yo, yeah, come on in, lathers. Bubble busting, bucket head. Mm-hmm. That's for certain. <laughs> That nigga ain't coming back no time before he had to go to that meeting. You don't hear no goddamn uh, turn signals no more, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> he done turn in. He at the meeting right now. <sighs> that nigga trying to find out if they got some briskets at the meeting. 
lather. He was really he was really tripping off of um his bumblebee friend though. I thought I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> he was tripping off his, 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 his new friend Bumblebee. He's a cartoon. He had something too salty yesterday. His blood pressure the witches was riding his ass. <laughs> that motherfucker said they were bees. Chasing his motherfucking ass. That nigga had some salt pork. Somebody put some salt pork in his shit. Somewhere in my That nigga head was swimming. I've been running for bees all night. I've been running for bees. <laughs> his bumblebee friend night. came and helped him, though. He came through in the clutch. He saved him. Ha, ha, ha. Saved him. Caught him up. Yeah, it was fucking witches was riding that ass last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that motherfucker had too much salt. Yeah. Wake up talking about. Oh, it was. Oh, I was a bee, and then it. No, I a bee. No, something saved him. Another fucking hornet nest bee. Whatever the fuck, and just think about him, his little yellow ass. All he needed was a a, red, a, a, a black bow around his neck, like a Chippendale dancer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, King Fred. <laughs> running from a motherfucking bitch. Not a fucking bitch, just running. Yeah. Him and that right, boy. The tall ass white boy got to come over here and tell his dream he had. Nobody want to hear that shit. Like, nigga, what the fuck is you talking? We listening to Jake goddamn dream. This white dude want to try to turn the whole shit on him. He got a bully. He want to jump on. He want to say he's scared. He's scared. He's going to get his ass whooped getting involved in some shit. Motherfucker, stay out. already been got his ass whooped. Who was scared? Motherfucking punk-ass Reese. With his fucked-up-ass joke, the dream he had, talking about I was was protecting the booty. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Look, I ain't gonna lie. I fell asleep after that. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing good. I heard that nigga dream. I fell asleep. Yeah, that motherfucker ain't shit. He always trying to turn the shit on him with his attention-seeking ass. Oh, Lord. Nobody listens to him on this radio show. That's why he got to call over here. I think he got one or two listeners. So he come back over here with at least 25 or 30 listeners. Oh, my God. Welcome to the discussion, uh, Troubles. Uh, So nice of you to stop by. We're in the fifth hour of power. Fuck that nigga six eyes. (laughs) He on there somewhere. I just passed him through. (laughs) He patched that nigga off is what you should have. That nigga <laughs> off of here. Nigga over there training that boy how to box this boy swinging at the air and shit. See that? I should have known Six Eyes wasn't no boxing trainer. He said he going to tighten you up, though. He said he going to tighten you up. That nigga ain't going to do nothing. We seen how to the math for how he... We seen the aftermath of his boxing teaching. The nigga was swinging at the air. <laughs> Y'all cold. With them motherfucking V in the sauce's lips that nigga got. See, it's just. 
Right. <laughs> he must be. He must be at class. He, he must still be at class. Those some greasy ass lips in Vienna sausage. Yeah, that's oh, the kind of lipstick. Oh, nigga, a Vienna sausage. Damn, no wonder niggas be dying of heart attacks and shit. Do you know what all go in a Vienna sausage or a Rex sausage? What all goes in a Rex sausage or a Vienna? Man, a bunch of man genitals yeah. all clocked up into sausages on that nigga's face. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's after a nigga that had a bad accident, I burnt them motherfuckers off, and then they, that plastic surgeon put the motherfuckers up there and say, okay, it's, like- it's going to take. It's gonna take plenty of surgeries to glue your ass oh, back yeah. together. Ain't no surgery gonna help that nigga. Matter of fact, I'm gonna send you a picture of that nigga too, so you can see. Don't I don't want to see that man. I want you to yeah, see that nigga's face. Somebody else other than that, well, I don't want to see his face. I want you to see motherfuckers' face. Other and I'm gonna send you a picture of Mary. <laughs> Mary, Mary. Uh, do I did leave that big motherfucker alone. She keep coming back over here talking shit. Fred, Fat Fred, Mary. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> Mary ate the little lamb. She had no little lamb. No. She ate the little lamb. No. Tootsie roll, tootsie roll, tootsie roll. That's what I'm gonna call Mary her. I'm gonna call her tootsie roll. Mary did not eat no lamb. Yes, she did. She ate that motherfucker. Fifty sixty gyros. Gyro sandwiches on the boardwalk. With a big old ass. Stopping them motherfuckers. With, uh, what's that sauce they put on? The white sauce. What's that sauce they put on them gyros? Yeah, I know. It's like a Greek, yeah. it's a Greek uh, type of specialty sauce. Yogurt, yeah. yogurt, yogurt. Yeah. yogurt. Shit, that ain't about that And that dough, that nasty ass fucking... <laughs> Her motherfucking coochie smell like motherfucking geese, geese booty, and rhinoceros nuts. Oh, God. Yeah. You ever smell rhinoceros nuts, Snitchy Poo? No. No, I, no. No. Well, if you keep fighting and with Big Charles, you'll smell them soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got a whole box of uh, the motherfucking rhinoceros nuts for you in New Orleans. 